With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Randy Lemons does not necessarily endorse any of the products or services advertised on this program. Did you know that, Joey? You being the music dude? A little uh, trivial, but we're talking uh, Tom Petty's death off the air. And help me figure out which song Which song did they do the, uh, the Alice in Wonderland spoof? After, back in the day when MTV actually played music videos. And uh, the young lady that's in the video actually lives in Tomball, Texas now. How's that for a small world story for you? Mother of four, still into acting. Um, you'd have to, you could look that up, but I, I can't remember. Wasn't back down. <laughs> we won't back down. All right, good morning, everyone. What'd you say? Uh, don't come around here. I guess that was it. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I'll, have to, I'll look it up. Someone will. Do. Oh, speaking of uh, someone will answer. You know how we like we do little class participation things, not necessarily on purpose. Uh, so you may like this, Joey. Yesterday, the idea of turning "Whip It" into a pruning song, because you know, you know, prune it, prune it good, prune it up, shape it. Up. Well, I got three suggestions that it shouldn't be prune it. It should be clip it, clip it good. So that's a done deal. Now I need people to work on the lyrics for me, <laughs> especially on the first part. So we'll definitely do that. And then another suggestion came in uh, to redo Easy on a Sunday Morning to So, S-O-W, because of Garden Line, So Easy on a Sunday Morning. Hmm. We'll take that under advisement. I like spoof songs. We had we were looking. This all came up because we were looking for a spoof song yesterday. I know we produced. I did the singing in it, so I know we produced it. And it was to I was going to use it to help promote our visit to A and A Plants and Produce, where people were to bring me things to look at. And we did um, the Eagle song, "Take It to the Limit," limit to take it to the lemon. And we could not find it in our files. So I'm, next weekend, I'm going to have to work with our image director who saves everything and find our Take It to the Lemon. Because we'll have a couple of more opportunities to Take It to the Lemon. Not this coming Saturday. Uh, I've got family uh, obligations this coming Saturday. So we'll just do the radio show today, next Saturday, next Sunday as normal. But no visits anywhere. Then on the 21st, we're going to be visiting our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, that's going to be our last, 
retail store visit. So you're really going to want to have to come out to that. Of course, we're going to probably doing register to win. Um, uh, they always have hooked us up with uh, quality food for register to win. So you'll want to come on out to that. Uh, I'll have copies of my book on the 21st out there. And then the 28th and 29th, uh, the last visits anywhere during the fall campaign, uh, we try to, I mean, sometimes we do a visit early in November somewhere, but this year, because of Harvey, because of the schedule, things got really jacked up, as they say. And we're not going to be doing any kind of visits in November, a first week or two in November. And then the weather changes where we don't do these visits, December, January. Then we'll kick them back in again sometime in February. Uh, we have home and garden shows in the early parts of 2018 we'll be doing. And, of course, um, I know we've got a couple of, like, anniversary celebrations at an Ace Hardware store here or a nursery there that we're going to want to go visit. But what I'm trying to say is if you didn't come see me yesterday out in Montgomery, you've got uh, – Technically, three more opportunities. One on the 21st at Wild Birds Unlimited at Memorial in Kirkwood. Mark it on your calendars. And then the 28th, the Woodlands Home and Garden Show. We'll be doing a live broadcast, then this seminar afterwards. The 29th, I'll broadcast from the studio, but I'm hop right back out there and do another seminar on the 29th because of all the soil remediation needs. And what's going to be weed killing needs, too, down the line. So let me give out the phone number. Let's get things rolling here in just a minute. 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Actually, we have a Kevin in Conroe. He'll be our first caller for the day. He didn't need me to give out the phone number. He, remember, he memorized it from previous shows. 713-212-KTRH. And behind Kevin, obviously, there's a few lines open. Um, I had answered a lot of emails this morning, Joey saw me. I sat right down. What was it, about 5:08 this morning, between 5:08 and about until we started discussing um, Tom Petty. <laughs> we, I answered, uh, seemed like a hundred emails. Of those emails that I answered, I'm going to say 12 of them were requesting pictures to be sent. They got their permission slip. And the question now will be. Who will call? Who will send the pictures and call back in? Because once you send the pictures, you have to call in to get it identified. Because of the other, you know, it will be dozens of emails that will come in the interim. Um, I'm not sitting here monitoring each one that pops in. I have to be. You have to call the radio show, give the uh, email address to the producer. Joey G will take the email address, pop it on the screen, then we'll try to pull it up before we pop your call back onto the screen. That's how it kind of works around here. And then all your other garden line questions. You don't have to just send pictures to get your garden line question answered, but it sure helps. 713-212-KTRH. Yesterday, we were at A&A Plants and Produce up in Montgomery. Um, <laughs> I wished I had a dollar for every time I've been asked this question in the last two weeks. So, Randy, when's the weather going to change? I don't know. I'm not a weather guy. I'm just the garden guy. <laughs> that was my answer. I don't know. I'm not a weather guy. Uh, I haven't even been trying to figure out if it's coming anytime real soon. But yeah, we need a weather change so that we can really get busy with certain weed control issues. But that shouldn't stop you from doing the pre-emergent herbicide. One of the things I'd like to go through today, and Joey, if you will uh, do me the honor of putting this on the call screen, it'll remind me to do it probably right after we start the 7 o'clock hour today. I want to go through the 10 rules of herbicide use. And I want people to listen to me talking about it. Maybe it'll absorb a little bit deeper on some people, but 
Um, the yes, between yesterday and some of the emails yesterday that I was answering at 5.30, 5.20 this morning, uh, I'm guessing a lot of people really don't understand the definition of pre-emergent herbicide versus post-emergent herbicide. Pre-emergent herbicide versus post-emergent herbicide. We're going to have to go through the details on that in order to answer a lot of these questions because a lot of people... Uh, you just heard this promo that we have for Garden Line. It's this well-produced, got music behind it, got the radio announcer's voice, and now your Garden Line tip of the day with Randy Lemon. And we, I talk in that tip about how important the pre-emergent herbicide is to do now, as in like yesterday, and then do it again in 45 or 60 days because of what happened with Harvey. But... It's interesting to know via these emails how many people, they, they know the name of the product, and there are several pre-emergent herbicides out there, but if you look at the schedule, but the one that they keep hearing the ad for lately is Barricade, pre-emergent herbicide with Barricade. A pre-emergent blocks weed seeds, blocks weed seeds from germinating. If you have an infestation of weeds, you need a post-emergent herbicide. One that will kill that which comes has already come up, a post-emergent herbicide. So I'm going to go through those 10 steps, 10 rules of herbicide use when we get a little bit later on in the program this morning. But because he was the first person to call in, before I even gave out the phone number, Kevin gets to be the first one up during this segment. Kevin's in Conroe, where we were technically yesterday. We were just west of Conroe over in Montgomery. Where were you, Kevin? Well, I was actually out in Katy visiting relatives. Uh, God, that's a good excuse. I can't knock you on that one. What's up? Good morning, Randy. I have, uh, want to get some recommendations from you. I have a uh, about a three, two and a half, three foot tall berm in the backyard that runs the length of the back fence, and it's about seven feet from the front of the berm to the fence to the fence line. It's flat, and I want to plant some tall. Plants that will make uh, just a, like a natural screening, uh, private screening for me. Up in Conroe, yeah. there's nothing better than the Texas wax myrtle. Kid you not. A Texas wax myrtle? Texas wax myrtle. Okay. Southern wax myrtle. Okay. Oh, M-Y-R-T-L-E. Right. Okay, good. That's, that's good to know. Uh, okay, any, any other? I can give you other suggestions, but up in Conroe, <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. from a no-brainer department, uh, it puts up with any insects, any potential diseases. Okay. It's easy to grow. It's a Texas native. You can okay. shape it. You cannot shape it. You can make it a small tree. You can keep it a shrub. It's like the most okay. versatile plant for hedgerow protection that you're looking for on a berm. Okay. That, that sounds great. Normally, uh, this happened yesterday while I was at A&A Plants and Produce where we didn't get to see you, Kevin, <laughs> is I had a... Uh, some people go, I need a plant for this, or I need a tree for that. And I will admit nine times out of 10, I don't make one specific plant recommendation. I tell people, well, go to a nursery, make a list of four or five plants that you like for the mm -hmm. sun. And that might be big shrubs. And then I'll pick that out. But I, based on everything you said, I can hone in on one plant. And that's okay. the Texas wax myrtle. Okay. Excellent. Right. That's what I need to know, man. I appreciate it. it. All right. All right. Uh, oh, you know what? Got to put that back on home. Um, we're going to get to Kenny and friends with follow-up to yesterday's cantaloupe discussion. 
because uh, I asked him to cut into this. And then we're going to talk to Harvey and Danny. Uh, ladies, where are you this morning? This is like yesterday morning. The first hour is nothing but dudes. So, ladies, I got a couple of lines you can grab right now. 713-212-KTRH. 713-212-5874. We'll get back to the Garden Line calls very quickly. Here's one bit of information everybody needs if you are in the grass replacement world. You know, you've fallen into that category where you just got to replace the grass. Could be combination of poor care practices and Harvey could be just Harvey itself could be the debris on the lawn now it's time to repair the, the soil and put the new grass down get the high quality grass from King Ranch turf grass they have 10 farms throughout the state of Texas so there's quality grass coming in from the 10 farms you don't have to worry it's not just one farm that was near the coast that got covered up with water either I'm, they're not going to try to sell you the the poor grass, the stuff that got inundated with floodwaters. They've got farms all over Texas that didn't get inundated with floodwaters. So the best grass is always coming from King Ranch turf grass. And did you? can you do that at this time of the year? You can plant solid sod. You can lay solid sod almost any time of the year. I'm not going to do it when it's freezing below. I'm not going to do it when it's 100 above. So we are in the window. It's a huge window. And actually getting established now is the smartest idea is it going to look perfect in november december no but when february rolls around it will take off and it will fill in quickly so there's never a bad time to lay solid sod so why not get the best sod out there from king ranch turf grass you go to the website kingranchturfgrass.com read all the information there especially at the turf grass selector site kingranchturfgrass.com or call this toll-free number first thing tomorrow morning one triple eight new grass one triple eight new grass. Garden line with Randy Lemon. Make your neighbors green with envy. All right, let's get back. <laughs> That didn't mean you have to play his music. I'm not, not particularly fond of the music. All right, uh, let's go back to the calls. We promised Kenny and friends would be up next. This is a follow-up to yesterday. So what did we find out, Kenny? Well, I cut the uh, cantaloupe just about 30 minutes ago after putting it in the refrigerator yesterday. And then uh, <clears throat> I cut it open, and hell, there's really no no smell to it you know like a normal cantaloupe would be maybe it's not ripe enough but then on you know where the cavity of the uh cantaloupe that holds all the seeds and everything it was a darker darker color than the other side of the cantaloupe but it didn't smell like anything did you take a taste no i didn't what are you scared of <laughs> well i was wondering to that flood water if it you know, yeah, it's, that didn't that, like did not pull in any like contaminants or anything into the cantaloupe. The question was going to be, was it going to be rotted on the inside? Well, it didn't seem to be rotted. Uh, I tell you what, I'm I got I got it right here. I'll take a little. Taste I'm gonna say it. you got to do this live on the air, just just for the the blanks and giggles of it all. Yeah, I'm I'm I got a little bite right now. All right, because the question is, is is it going to taste like neg? Uh, Gonna taste neutral. Gonna taste like just because it absorbed too much water. Well, if it's tasteless, then I wouldn't even bother with them from that point and, on. You know, it's not a real cantaloupe. I mean, you can taste it just slightly, but it's not a real. 
Yeah, I'm going to think uh, that they're probably not worth saving. Well, I, that's what I was thinking, but the main concern was with that flood water from Clear Creek, if it affected any, any you know, the, now, if, if, if it was safe to If eat, you gave it, words. like, you know, several more days of further processing, by you harvesting them off, you stopped any more pulling in of that moisture. I don't know if I'm explaining this correctly. I mean, this is not my, I'm not a botanist, so... Yeah. Um, my question is, is if you cut open and things are not normal, then you don't even try. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it And if, it if the seeds normal. are normal in the cavity, as you noted, but there's a discoloration, that's something's off. Something's yeah. off a little bit. Well, I know the vines, they look good after the water receded and everything. Yeah, there's a lot of plants that look good after the water receded, but <laughs> I'm not going to. I, I, I take your trepidation seriously, too, and... Because those vines are still pulling in all that moisture, what's in that water, you can, I'm, I'm not sure you're going to be able to get anything from this point going forward because you're probably not going to get any flowers that are going to be able to pollinate before well, we get our first vines, cold front. Uh, all the vines just basically gave up here in the last week or so. Okay. But they look good after the water. I still would remediate that soil for future cantaloupe. Well, that, my my grandson and I, we planted those just by a cantaloupe that we had bought at Kroger's, and thought, well, we'll just I'll just save some of these seeds, and he'd but just only... keep cutting into them. Whatever's left, like say, there's with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Five, six, seven, you know, you cut them to them. If it doesn't look normal at all on that cavity where the seeds are, uh, we're going to throw it away. We're not going to take a chance. But if it looks fairly normal, cut into it. Give it a try. It's worth it. It's not going to hurt you in any way, shape, or form. All right, let's go to Harvey in Northwest Houston next. Harvey, good morning. Good morning, Randy. Um, I, I'd asked you the question, how do I get rid of this pink coral vine? You know, it spreads flowers, and it's it's, it's going everywhere right <laughs> Most now. Most people tried, want it I, to I, proliferate. I, Most people I, don't want to kill pink coral vine. Well, it's it's just taken over, and it's spreading everywhere from the flowers. So uh, I was going to cut the vine, and I was I want to kill the the roots. And okay, they they make a herbicide that is looks like Elmer's glue. It's white, you know, has that viscosity of Elmer's glue, that coagulating ability. You cut down, leave little trunks. Here and there, there uh, there's a flat surface that you can squeeze that herbicide onto the flat, fresh cut. Right after you cut it, you put that herbicide on there. It'll, you know, superize because like, you know, think Elmer's glue. It'll make a little coating on the outside as long as it's not raining that day. 
and then it'll start pulling all that into the fresh cut and that's how you kill a vine it's actually called uh, i think it's called stump and vine killer uh, fertilone makes it and a cut vine and stump killer or vine and stump killer but it you squeeze it out after you make the cut on so if there's you know six seven eight home bases you're gonna have to cut all that out remove it and then I mean, immediately when you make a cut, you have to put this stuff on there. Yeah, this stuff is uh, climbing into my live oak trees. It's It's gotten up to 15, 16 feet tall, and I was going to cut it off about 12 inches above the base. That's perfect. And, and then, uh, then I was thinking of, you know, what do I do? That you've got to get the squeezable herbicide. Yeah, okay. Well, I thank you very much. You bet. Look it up. You uh, you'll see what it looks like. Um, I can only apologize for you up front. I have no idea where it is. Uh, Fertilome used to market their products on this radio show, and it's an out of sight, out of mind. I don't have a list of places that carry Fertilome products anymore like I used to get from them. So it's going to be up to you to do the research on the where to get it. Yeah. Well, I was also thinking of just pouring salt around the base. I wouldn't do that because of what that does to the soil long term. I don't care because it's in a... Uh, well, well I do, environmentally speaking. I, uh, you're asking me my advice. I care yeah. about the environment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, you can take my advice or not. But if you don't take my advice on this, then be prepared. Nothing's going to grow there for could be years, which I consider to be heresy listening to Garden Line. This is The Garden Line. I am Randy Lemon. We're going to have to take a break for news, weather, and traffic here at the bottom of the hour. Got 15 seconds until that happens. Danny and Crosby, uh, we will talk to you right after we get back from news, weather, and traffic in the next break. And Madeline and Surfside is going to be followed behind Danny as well, which means we have a couple lines open. You can grab them right now at 713-212-KTRH. So don't forget, uh, at the top of next hour, so, you know, not, not quite 30 minutes from now, maybe about 25 minutes from now, I'm going to go through the top 10 rules of herbicide use as we put together in a piece from time to time that we've posted on our weekly email blast and our Facebook blast and things like that. But it's um, after yesterday's visit to A&A Plants and Produce and then looking through my emails, uh, I don't know, dozens of emails from just the end of the show yesterday to uh, this morning, I don't, I think a lot of you don't understand pre and post emergent herbicide. We're going to have to go through that in detail shortly. Here's Danny in Crosby. I think we mentioned we'd get to him first during this segment as we came back from news, weather, and traffic. So here's Danny in Crosby, going to be followed by Corky in Port Natchez. Madeline keeps hanging up, so we'll probably never talk to Madeline. She doesn't like being on hold for more than 30 seconds, apparently. Morning, Danny. <laughs> good morning, Randy. How are you today? I am good. picked up my Texas three-step. I started uh, your schedule last November when I brought the property down here. And everything is working real well. You just gave a rundown. You said I'm late already on the barricade. No, it's it's not that you're late. It's like, why haven't you gotten it down? I mean, the window's open, but I have been. 
I've been nudging. I've been poking. I have been suggesting. I have been hinting. I have been telling. <laughs> Y'all should get your pre-emergent herbicide down like yesterday and then do it again in 45 days, thanks to Harvey. This Very is the good. one year that doing two in the fall is totally acceptable. I will take care of that today. Now, which one of the other two products, the fungicide and the fertilizer, am I waiting for the weather to cool down? You don't. You can do them. You could do them both if you really wanted to. Uh, my druthers are, I'm not going to put down the brown patch unless I actually ha- absolutely are de- am detecting, hint, sensing, whatever, that it's about to rear its ugly head. Okay. If everything good. is normal, I hold off on brown patch control to the last possible second because I don't want to put down synthetic fungicides just to put down synthetic fungicides. Very good. Thank you. I appreciate your show. I've been lucky every place I've lived that there's been a good garden show to listen to. And uh, you're right up there with a lot of your people. Where did you come peers. from? Well, originally I was in New York, so that was Ralph Snodsmith. He was up there. And then I was lived it in Snodsmith Alabama. or Snodgrass? Snodsmith. Okay. Or it might be Snodgrass. It's been a long time since I've been there. I actually filled in for that show one time. Oh, did you? I can't remember how many years ago it was now, but I can't. I have to tell a great story about that when we come back from the next break. But uh, you got me thinking about that. Uh, yeah, I was uh, uh, based out of New York as a WOR or whatever. Yes, the, the WOR. That's but right. it went out nationally, and that was one of the most intimidating things I have ever done radio-wise. Since then, the only other intimidating thing I've done radio-wise, and Joey G can back me up on this, was anchoring our live Harvey hurricane coverage. Oh, jeez. So I I enjoyed doing it, but I guarantee I don't want to do a national show ever again. Then we had the Garden Mama in uh, Alabama, Mississippi line. Abalama. Uh, And now I'm here, so I've been lucky that I've always had a good garden show, and I appreciate all your parking thank you i appreciate that that's cool i'll have to tell you that story when we come back joey you might appreciate this to a certain extent but uh it's a very personal side of having done that national gardening show one weekend as a fill-in for it was it snodsmith or snodgrass i can't remember now i got myself questioning it here's corky in port nature's groves what's up in png this morning corky oh it's uh, humid about like houston <laughs> yeah what can we help you with well, I've got a couple of live oak questions. I only mentioned one uh, when I first talked to you. But the first question is, uh, you know, grass not growing under a, a live oak tree. we got typical uh, gumbo. Uh, yeah, and you're not going to get grass to grow anymore. Once a grass peters out under an oak tree, there's no real logical reason why you should try to keep adding grass because it's never going to make it again there are some places this was a very detailed discussion we had out in montgomery yesterday because for the same reasons lots of trees out there and the the question was someone brought up a really good point and they said but you know dot 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 they're gonna and i knew they were gonna point out that it's like well i have this neighbor whose yard is perfectly fine under the oak tree i said yes but that yard adapted to the shade as they both matured together, the grass and the tree grew up together and matured. They guarantee they did not just add new St. Augustine grass. And he agreed with me on that. So what we've been trying to tell people since then, that when you want, when you've lost your grass under Oak tree, don't even keep fighting that. You're going to have to make the change to ground covers. 
Asian jasmine, liriopes, monkey grass, dwarf monkey grass, uh, Algerian ivy, English ivy. Start looking at ground covers that can be a decorative landscape accent underneath the tree. Walking stones, walking paths. Um, you're just you're not going to be able to walk on grass anymore. Okay, and then root barriers. Uh, wh- what do you recommend for a root barrier, and how big of a root can we cut? and not damage the tree. Okay, working backwards to forward, you can cut one big root per year out. Okay. That's what arborists say is the safe methodology for root pruning. One big root per year. What are you defining as big? It doesn't matter. You can take out the biggest one if you want, but... I wouldn't. It's just it's a matter of, you know, being selective. So if I'm going to do one this year, I'm going to do one in another year. I'm going to take out these roots. Now, if you're doing it because these roots are above the ground, then you haven't done a very good job of deep root watering that tree, deep root feeding that tree over the years. And cutting out one big root per year is an effort and futility if you don't get the tree on a deep root watering protocol that we talk about on this radio show pretty much every weekend. Because that's going to keep sending big roots to the surface looking for moisture. Now, the reason for cutting them is, is interfering with the foundation. The okay, then you need a root barricade. You may not have to cut a root at all if you get a proper root barricading. Now, you're in PNG. I have no stinking clue whether our root barricading company that we endorse will go all the way out there for a root barricading job. But nothing ventured, nothing gained. I'll, I'll give you the phone number for... Um, Rootwall Pro. Rootwall Pro is 713 uh, 779-9977. I got to look it up real quick. I apologize. Um, 979-979-9977. Okay, I'm going to look it up just to be on the safe side. Rootwall Pro. And you can do this. You can go to rootwallpro.com. Um, there's a good chance that they'll come on out based on the size of the job. Uh... 713-979-9977. I feel so much better looking that up. <laughs> 713-979-9977. we got to take a break. We'll be right back. We'll see if Madeline will hang on, hang on this time. And this is News Radio 740 KTRH. I'm Randy Lemon, and you're listening to The Garden Line. You on the schedule? Lemon Law number one. Thou shall follow the schedule. Garden Line with Randy Lemon. So, by the way, has anybody seen, uh, if you follow us on Facebook, I'm getting ready to post the top 10 rules of herbicide use. When we get to it, after I get done reading it through thoroughly, um, I'm going to post it on Facebook, the top 10 rules of herbicide use. Uh, But it just reminded me, I was kind of popping on to the Garden Line Facebook page and a great redo of the Southwest Fertilizer logo to embrace the Houston Astros colors. And that's very appropriate if you know Bob Patterson, the head honcho over at Southwest Fertilizer, diehard baseball fan. I mean, if you ever go into his office, he's got some just extraordinary baseball memorabilia, not just Astros related, but, you know, a lot of other 
very famous names over the last, you know, 40, 50 years. And it's, it's fun to going into his office and seeing this stuff, but I tip of the hat to them for doing their Southwest fertilizer logo in Astros colors. How appropriate is that? Um, if you also need another place, I've mentioned this once before when talking about the Nitrofoss products, looking for a place to pick up all the products that I do talk about and get your, you know, get a pair of eyes on it, a full staff. Well, how about plants for all seasons? We just mentioned them on the northwest side. Anywhere, if you're anywhere up and down 249, you need a nursery or garden center to answer questions today. Get a pair of eyes on it and get the right products in your hand per Randy Lemon's fertilization schedule. Plants for all seasons. 249, just south of Jones Road. Uh, right there on the feeder, also online at plantsforallseasons.com. They grow a lot of their own color too. So some of the color, I did that. I, I bought some of their color the other day because my wife needed it, and uh, I knew that they had some of the best out there. So if you're looking for the best color and the products that I talk about, Plants for All Seasons, 249, just south of Jones Road. So we were giving Madeline a hard time because she kept calling in, and uh, she's trying to be too high-tech for us, using a smartphone and an Apple uh, wrist, I don't know what, watch, and you kept hanging up on yourself. What's going on, Madeline? Hi. Good morning. Thank you for talking to me. I went outside in my yard yesterday. I live on the island in Surfside Beach, and um, man, in the corner there were sticker birds everywhere. Yep. Getting, attacking me, jumping out and attacking me. <laughs> and, you know, pre-emergent, too late. Um, and if I killed the weeds and I spray it, I was thinking, wait, they're going to die and drop into the grass, and then I'm going to be picking them up. Yeah, you need to read our our rules on burgrass. So we actually have them at ktrh.com in the Is garden that what line called? pages. Is burgrass? I'm sorry? Is it called burgrass? Burgrass, B-U-R-R. Sand spurs, burgrass. Uh, there goes by a lot of other names, but it'll be under B U R R or, uh, I'm going to, let me go look that up real quick, but you need to read that because there's, okay. you're not going to like this cause you sound like somebody you want a quick fix, but this is not a quick mm-hmm. fix. Anybody that ever has uh bird grass, it is a, a good year long, follow these rules and you'll get control of it. But, uh, you got to change the soil environment. You got to make it humate rich. You got to use high okay. nitrogen, nitrogen only fertilizers. Um, okay. and then you've got to make sure you stay true to the pre-emergent herbicide and you got to get as many of those, uh, bird seeds up as possible, yeah, but I it'll talk you through that. Today. Okay. Thank you. Okay. And I'm going to double make sure what uh, letter it's alphabetized under here shortly. I don't know if I have enough time to do that, but I'm going to try KTRH.com. If you go to that, you should see a picture of me you click on that. And then we click on that. And then we scroll down a little bit. Oh, wait, I missed that. We need to go to um, the shows and blogs. I need Randy Lemon's top tips and features. That's where we need to go first. And B-U-R-R, it's under the B's. Burgrass, Sandspurs, Graspers, Elimination. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of course we can, because we dig what we do. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. Hour number two of four. We've got one down, three to go. That is Garden Line Hours. Uh, our board is wide open. Once we finish Madeline, uh, no one tried to call in during the news, weather, and traffic break. So it's uh, free opportunity, free game, ample opportunity. What am I looking for? What's the phrase I'm looking for right now? Yeah, you can get in right now. 713-212-KTRH. 713 713- 212-5874. 713-212-KTRH is 212-5874. So I need to thank publicly uh, our friends Martin and Joe Lynn Spoonmore, Martin especially, for coming out to A&A Plants and Produce yesterday. I knew he would get a lot of tree questions. And then one lady handed me a phone. She had some kind of canker or something on her tree. And she goes, can you tell me what this is? And I just handed the phone over to Martin. I said, you're on, buddy. <laughs> Talked to her for a long period of time. And, you know, he was able to give out his card to several of those customers out there who need tree work. And that need of tree work goes all over the greater Houston area. They travel from Montgomery all the way out uh, towards, you know, Clear Lake. They'll definitely do all the way down to the Richmond-Rosenberg area, up through the Woodlands, Conroe. Uh, so everything in between is territory for affordable tree service. When you have to have trees deep root water, deep root fed, because you're not going to do it yourself. If you need trees removed because you lost them courtesy of Harvey, etc. cetera. If uh, you want trees planted, they do that as well. All the tree services of Garden Line can be done properly by affordable tree service at 713-699-2663. I know they gave their phone number out a lot yesterday, but thank them for uh, doing that. Uh, I knew we were going to have tree questions up in Montgomery County, so I thought it was uh, necessary to have more than just me there as the experts. And uh, I think they had a good time. They ended up buying a lot of plants for their property, too. So <laughs> it's kind of funny. They had to pay a cover charge to come in and answer t- tree questions. <laughs> now, that was perfect timing. They got to walk and talk with the experts at A&A Plants and Produce and get the right plants that they need to get transplanted in their new landscape. And uh, worked out great for the Garden Line audience because you got to talk to Martin Spoonmore directly one-on-one. And while you call this number, you're not going to talk to Martin one-on-one, 713-699-2663. There's a good chance you're going to be talking to one of his family members about setting up the work that you need done in the coming weeks. And, yeah, when the weather changes completely and we start getting really cooler weather, don't laugh, (laughs) it's coming then we are into our pruning season. And you want to get booked for the pruning season? Go ahead and call that number, 713-699-2663. So I said I would uh, talk about the top 10 rules of herbicide use, but I'm going to instead, I'm going to hold that off until the bottom of the hour. But I want to tell this um, WOR story. There was a, a show called The Garden Hotline that, and it was, the gentleman was right, it was Snodsmith, uh, that Ralph Snodsmith... <laughs> What a, what a name. And you thought Lemon was bad. Um, he was the host for well over 30 years. And I, I had to look up the information. In 2009, he had 
gotten sick and uh, i mean they just said he just couldn't do the show ends up in 2010 he passed away he was only 70 years old but he was the longtime host of uh, a sunday morning radio show called the garden hotline and i got this just random phone call one day in 09 from uh scott lakefield or yeah lakefield who was the program director up at wor and he asked if i would fill in one weekend they were they were looking for guest hosts until ralph's health rebounded it turns out ralph's health never rebounded from that as far as i found out but i got asked to do it sure worked with our programming staff and our engineering staff on how we got the feeds from wor through our ktrh studio and uh, we ended up simulcasting what i was doing for the garden hotline out of wor on to ktrh for those two hours that sunday and uh, it was it was exciting it was intimidating the questions were all over the place and it makes you understand why gardening is so regional gardening advice shows like this are so regional why people such as myself and or uh you know like the godfather here in texas to gardening radio neil sperry who's still doing it out of dallas fort worth um it, it shows why these shows are popular but why they're so regional and you're not going to get the Randy Lemons and the Neil Sperry's to do shows and answer questions for people in Colorado uh, to, you know, Illinois, California. But that, I was getting calls from all over the place. And one of the one of the places that I got heard was in New York. Um, and I remember I can't remember the small town right now. Right. Up, but let's outside of Buffalo, New York, where I had uh, some relatives that live. Uh, my dad was from that area, his family up in that area. I had uh, the gentleman who I have the middle name after. My name is Randall Scott Lemon. So my middle name is Scott. I was My middle name was given to me based on Uncle Scotty. Uncle Scott was is a retired optometrist, ophthalmologist, living up there. But he's, well, I think he's still alive, but... I haven't heard him passing yet, but he is old school. And Uncle Scotty did not do cell phones. Uncle Scotty does not do email, but he still listens to radio. They still use an old phone. He still, Uncle Scotty loves to write letters, all right? He likes to communicate via old snail mail. Well, I'll be darned if he didn't write a letter to my dad. This was back in like 09, 010-ish. Um saying, oh my gosh, did I just hear my great nephew, Randy Lemon, who I have, you know, you name Randall Scott Lemon after me on the radio up here in New York. My dad wrote him back and said, you sure did. You indeed did. So uh, I had a relative in New York get got to listen to me uh, do the card and hotline uh, in place of Ralph Snodsmith that one time back in 09. And when I got done with it, I was so spent mentally. I was like, um, nope, never going to do that again. <laughs> and then fast forward to what, 2017 and September, the first week of September 2017, due to uh, Hurricane Harvey, uh, they pulled in all hands on deck at the radio stations for Hurricane Harvey coverage. And, uh, you know, some people thrived in it. Our friend Nikki Courtney did, and me, I just did it to help the radio station out. But by the time it was all said and done, I was, again, spent. I go, if I never have to do that again, 
more power to it. <laughs> I I do enjoy doing the garden line. I I really uh, if I didn't enjoy doing the garden line, I wouldn't get up at 4:45 every Saturday and Sunday morning and get prepared for it. That's uh, kind of one of those facts of life hitting you square in the face. So I love getting up and doing this and I love talking to you guys and I love helping you guys, but if I never get asked to do a national radio show again, if I never get asked to do uh hurricane coverage again, I'm fine with that. 713-212-KTRH is the number. We're going to take our first quick little break. Then we're going to come back with Susie in Northeast Houston and uh, Perman in Anahuac. This is the Garden Line on News Radio 740 KTRH. I'm Randy Lemon. That is Joey G, who also had to cut his teeth as a producer board op during Hurricane Harvey and did a remarkably good job on that. Um, and he also learned a lot about soil remediation and fixing the soils right after Hurricane Harvey here on Garden Line. One of the product lines we have been recommending a lot is soil mender makes sense right fix the soil mend the soil soil mender go to soilmender.com i've been asking everybody to look up the product stimulate and where to get it you can get that at soilmender.com stimulates the humates and molasses blended together those uh, that's a double whammy awesome positive punch of reinvigorating the soil fixing the soil mending the soil soilmender.com we are soldiers of soil Garden Line with Randy Lemon. You suck today, Beavis. <laughs> oh, please. Why do I have to do that? Sorry. My apologies. That's about the only impression I can do. I can do... um. Pinky in the Brain. I can do Pinky from Pinky in the Brain, too. That's about it. What we going to do today, Beavis? Oh, not Beavis. What we going to do today, Brian? We're going to take over the world. I met that guy who did uh, the voice of the brain. Um, oh, He's got a French name. Lemieux, Lamar, Lamar's... Uh, I'll have to look it up. Uh, got to meet him at a gallery he was signing pictures of the brain at a cartoon gallery over in the heart of houston pierre lamar pierre Le- i forgot i have to think of his name he's he's been a voice of many many things on cartoons for 30 maybe 40 years he was actually a stand-up comedian and he was in the like that it was i think they called it the ninth annual young comedian special with uh, rodney dangerfield out of new york and he was amazing as a stand-up comedian. I thought he did all this voice stuff there. Then it turned out, you know, he just made a huge career out of it. <laughs> made a huge career out of it. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to uh, work the... I'm going to have to give you the call screener, Joey G, here in just a second. I just want to remind everybody, you heard the advertisement for uh, Arbor Gates Organic Soil Complete. I think that's one of the best soils in the world. All right, so I want you to pay attention to it and get up to the Arbor Gate and get your hands on it. So please get up to the Arbor Gate, FM 2920, a mile and a half west to 249. Uh, they're located up there in the northwest region. They take care of all the garden line people, but they have the best organic soil complete on the market out there. All right, you tell me where we're going to next, Joey. I have lost my call screener. Joe. Susie, Susie, you're up next. 
Good hey, morning, uh, Susie. Good morning. And look, I love that story about your uh, great uncle. Hey, uh, but my, my question is about my uh, hedge replacement. My Indian hawthorn, which is 19 years old, I think I might end up replacing them uh, around February or March. But uh, what do you think would be a good replacement, boxwood hedges or lorapellum? Uh, lorapellum. Okay. All right. But you have to have a good raised soil. You have to have great drainage. Okay. Um, you can't let them get wet feet okay. on a permanent okay. basis. Okay. I'll do that. And I... And I appreciate all the all you do for us because i tell you my my flower beds always look great because i use the um uh compost thank you so i'll just rework that okay you got it thank you i appreciate that thank you all right i gained control back again real quickly here (laughs) i don't know what happened to that was so weird uh here is perman in anawak as promised up next perman good morning Good morning, sir. How are you? What are we helping you with this morning? Okay, you might have helped me already. But anyway, uh, I'm in Anahuac, but I've got some property in uh, south of Crowley, Louisiana. Uh, and uh, I go there every two weeks. And anyway, I've got a garden. I've got two gardens. Uh, last year, we we went in the back. There's a hill back there where I keep my uh, pipe and tin and lumber trash pile, I call it. Sprayed it really, real good to kill grass. I've got some kind of weed killer from Lowe's. I forgot what it was. But anyway, kill the grass, great. But the garden is just below the hill. And the hill drains right through the garden and out to the pasture. Uh, so evidently, I'm thinking maybe it's the weed killer that did it. These plants came up beautiful, about three or four inches tall, and then they started dying. Uh, so I, I tilled it all up. I, I didn't weed it. I made a, a barrier between the trash pile and the garden. Worked it real good. Planted it again this year. Fall garden. Planted some squash. Came up beautiful again. Did you and keep using the same soil? Yes, sir. Yes, okay, there's yes. your mistake. When oh, you have okay. a tainted soil like that, you probably need to get rid of it and start over again. You know, re, oh, okay. reconfigure your two parts row soil, one part compost. Okay, the first year I planted it, it was it was solid, been sitting there for like 30, 40 years, I hadn't been planted. I made a beautiful garden after I sprayed, so I, I, I ruined the, the soil, that you said. All right, that, I'm going to tell you, you got to start over. You can't just keep going into yeah. that old soil because oh, okay, you okay. did it, it all drained down there, so you had a concentration yes. of the herbicide down oh, in that area. Okay. Okay, so take my front end loader and just yeah, I would and start over out. and reconfigure the entire bed. I can I can disc up and take that dirt and put there. Okay, okay, all right. That that's uh, sorry about I that. I, I just thought maybe I could get the Medina Sol activator and it would fix it up, but it's not. It's 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 it's, it's gone. Okay, I, I you gave it a solution. <laughs> okay, good luck with <laughs> that. that. The other thing, I've got animal in the front garden. I plant melons and uh, cantaloupes and, and watermelons and all the cantaloupes. The possums come in and eat them up. And I sprayed some of this animal granules around there. But shoot, Well, usually when that happens, you have to do both the granule and the liquid. The liquid has to be around like the perimeter and the, and the granular has to be a perimeter, sorry, around the whole thing. And then the liquid on the leaves of the like cantaloupes and whatever fruit or vegetable they're after, you have to oh, kind of be okay. a two-step in one uh, process. So there's a liquid version of it and a granular version of things like repels all. 
So I need to do both, huh? Yes. Okay. They'll take a cantaloupe like across. We've got an easement road. It's a good uh, 50 yards away out in the pasture I was growing, and one of my big cantaloupes that I was going to pick the next morning was missing. That son of a gun rolled it way out there into the pasture. <laughs> All right. So you're well, a big animal, I guess. <laughs> uh, you can also sit out there if you got that much land, you know, with night vision goggles and uh, uh, some kind of gun, if you want to. No one's going to stop you from doing that. Uh, let's go one more call before we have to take a break for news, weather, and traffic. Here is Lolly in Columbus. Morning, Lolly. Well, good morning, Randy. Thank you for taking our call. Appreciate um, it. What can I help you with? Well, I have a, a pecan tree, a large pecan tree in my backyard, and the wild violets have kind of taken over the yard and i i've been listening to you and wanting to treat for pre-emergent but i'm worried about the safety of what pre-emergent herbicide i have no effect on the pecan tree okay we read on the barricade label they had a long list of uh, trees that it was safe to use under and it didn't mention pecans so i didn't want to do it until i checked it out well i mean you're you're up, up against harvest season anyway so but by the time it if it if there's any herbicide being pulled up in the tree it's going to take months hmm. all right so then you're going to okay. lose all the leaves anyway so you don't have to worry about that down the line but the pre-emergent herbicides we're talking about are sitting at the soil surface they're not getting into the roots of the tree okay okay and is that the only thing you would think safe Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Under, uh, well, you can read. You can go find Dimension. Uh, see if Dimension, uh, or oh, why am I blanking out on the other one? There are a couple other pre-emergent herbicides on the market that are listed on our uh, fertilization schedule, but okay. you just got to see this uh, for okay. yourself and read the labels. Dimension and what is the other one? Why well, I can't think of Pendimethylin, Pendulum or Pendimethylin. Pendimethylin. Okay. 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 Sounds great. All right. Well, good luck We're- with that. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate that for the last couple of callers. Uh, yeah, I, I appreciate it when you guys say that because I do love doing this. Uh, I, I get a kick out of it from time to time. And I, Joey kind of got a kick out of that, too, even though this morning I was a little logie in the first hour. Um, you kind of know you enjoy doing your job when you do not mind getting up at 445 on Saturday and Sunday mornings or when you have to go to bed, you know, by 10 o'clock on Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, but at my age, <laughs> it's OK to do that. And uh, now in my age, because I get up at 4.45, 5 o'clock on Saturday and Sunday mornings, uh, my body just naturally does it on a daily basis. Now, I'm fortunate enough that I usually can go back to sleep once my body does get up on a daily basis at the same time. But uh, Monday through Friday, I can kind of go right back to sleep until it's time to get kids ready for school, right? 713-212-KTRH is our number, 713-212-5874. Uh, We'll be back in just a little bit. I'm Randy Lemon, and you're listening to The Garden Line on News Radio 740 KTRH. Joey G is the first person you're talking to when you call that number, 713-212-5874. And uh, Jeff, calling from out of town somewhere, maybe our next caller up. I will ask you this. A lot of people brought me Virginia buttonweed samples yesterday out at A&A Plants and Produce, and I asked them, and I'm going to ask Jeff, are you not getting my weekly email tips? Because we did a detailed piece on Virginia Buttonweed just this past week via KTRH.com. 
This is the Garden Line News Radio 740 KTRH. 713212. KTRH is our number. 713212 um, Let me talk a little soils, a little mulches, a little compost for you. While um, the ground up bulk locations are not all open on Sundays, one of them is. So go to thegroundup.com if you figure out which one it is. I think it's the one on West Park. Uh, toll road at mission bin they have your soils your mulches in bulk if you have a truck or a trailer but monday through saturday uh, find the locations online at thegroundup.com see what the hours are the hours of operation for everybody coming in um, off the retail side of the market now you can also go to thegroundup.com to find where all the bags of their material are throughout nurseries garden centers feed stores i know that Luis with the ground up was at Buchanan's native plants all day yesterday and there's going to be other nurseries he's going to be at um I'd love to figure out a way we could do like an event with him where we could just give away a bunch of their stuff I know um they have done recovery themselves and a couple of their locations especially the one out um Mission Bend and then the uh one near the racetrack on Winfern they had to do some you know salvaging of stuff after Harvey and the Rainwaters, but they're back up and running. They've got all their products for you. They have one of the best vegetative compost out there. Vegetative compost is the stuff we have to use for compost top dressing of lawns. Uh, that's the best. You can use other compost for top dressing lawn, but just in Houston, the best are vegetative compost. They're not filled with animal manure. Uh, so check it out when you get a chance. Thegroundup.com. Look for their compost. Buy the bag or buy the bulk. And also look at their super sacks. If you need a neatly delivered cubic yard of anything, you might want to check out our friends at the ground up. Um, I said I think we'd go to Jeff in. It just says out of town. By the way, just a quick little sidebar. Uh, one of our longtime listeners, Ben, just noted what, on our tip sheet that we talk about Virginia Bud Week Control, you got to pull up what you can right now. Uh, that's the smartest thing to do. He made a note, and I got to agree with him. It is very satisfying because you can pull it up quite easily and you can get a lot of the roots, but it's one of the most satisfying weeds to pull up out there. And that being Virginia buttonweed. With that said, here's Jeff with the Virginia buttonweed question. Morning, Jeff. Morning, Randy. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, I'm calling from out of town, but I, but I live in the spring branch area. So I took the opportunity to listen to you on iHeartRadio this morning. Um, so my question is, I, yes, I did get your uh, your newsletter. I appreciate that. Get that uh, on a regular basis. Uh, I have a lot of the Virginia buttonweed. Uh, it seems to be in the it's uh, in the sunny part of the yard, so it hasn't grown up underneath the trees. Not that that really matters to my question, but it is it is in a thick area of the St. Augustine. Can I use a dethatcher to remove the Virginia buttonweed? No. No. Dethatcher no okay. of, of a St. Augustine yard, a machine is going to tear Correct. the entire yard up. You don't want to do that. Okay. Okay. So no, no dethatcher. Not well. You kind of rained on my parade this morning, but what? So, <laughs> I I appreciate you. I missed that. I I'm sorry. What did he say? Oh, I said you kind of rained on my parade. This oh, morning. okay. <laughs> now, the, so, but dethatching machines I, are notoriously bad for St. Augustine yards. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah, that's a dethatching machine is on grasses like fescues and Bermudas and maybe some zoysias, but because okay. of the way they grow. But 
if you used a dethatching machine, you would absolutely pulverize, tear up, torture the St. Augustine grass. I wasn't aware of that. Thanks. Uh, we I aerate. We don't dethatch with machine. We dethatch with things like uh, compost top dressing. We dethatch with humates, granular humate products, getting humic acid down. That breaks up thatch. Okay. okay. Soil activator. Gotcha. U- using hand well, rakes is what takes out a lot of the dead grass in a St. Augustine yard. Very good. I, uh, thank you for the information. I wasn't aware about the detatcher on St. Augustine. And, yeah, no uh, one rents those. those things down here for St. Augustine. Oh, no? Oh, okay. Now, well, if you're talking about friend. aeration machines, totally different. I mean, an aeration does help get you your uh, thatch build up, broken up, and then broken down a little bit later on if you use the right products afterwards. Uh, who is up next? I think we are going to go to Tom in Cyprus. Tom, good morning. You're on News Radio 740 KTRH. Good morning. How are you? Good. How can we help you? I've got. Uh, I've had an issue. I've been battling all summer. It, I, what I read, I think it's either all take or root rot. The runners of the gra- the St. Augustine just have been coming up. And I went to Southwest Fertilizer and they took a look at it. They gave me some uh, peat moss and some Medina soil activator. I put that on. I treated for fungicide, and it's come up. You know, it's destroyed the yard, and now it appears. I think it's Bermuda grass. It's got long little stringers with the grass on it that have just taken over the other half of the yard, and I'm kind of at a quandary as to what to do with it now. Um, well, our normal tenet here on garden line is to get you to do compost top dressing to fix take all patch. Um, old days we used to recommend peat moss, but you know, 20 years later, in fact, that was, uh, I'm going to go double check something here. Cause I'm, I'm like having one of those, uh, foggy brain moments here where I wondering, didn't I just write a big piece on, we redid the compost top dressing tip sheet i'm almost certain of that it's but it could have been several weeks ago so it, it makes me want to send you to our website yeah let me click on this i'm going to go to the shows and the blogs get to randy's top tips and features and we're going to see whether we redid the compost thing or not um take all patch i gotta scroll on down to take all patch to do, do, do take all patch did we redo it or not Yes, look at that. Compost top dressing for take-all patch 2017. So it was done three weeks ago. And I'd like you to read that whole thing because that's how we handle take-all patch in the future. And you say, you know, had you done that and you're kind of asking me, what do you do now? You do have to wait it out. I mean, and you should do the compost top dressing twice a year for the next couple of years if you really want to get a hold of take-all patch. When you have uh, wild common Bermuda stepping in, it's just common Bermuda takes advantage of weakened lawns. Um, if we can get the St. Augustine to come back in the springtime, we can overwhelm the Bermuda. If you don't care what grass out there, you're just happy to get grass. That's a whole nother subject for a different day. Um, but you're going to eventually have to kill off the Bermuda one way or another. Usually that's going to be in April, May, June, and we can do that with liquid atrazine. Um, I would actually let sleeping dogs lie right now and then just 
get on a compost top dressing regimen like we talked about in the tip sheet. Compost top dressing for take-all patch 2017. You can get, everybody else can get that at ktrh.com. Uh, you just click on the it says shows and blogs. Scroll on down. It says Randy Lemon's top tips and features, and you're going to go alphabetically down to take all patch. We'll be back in just a moment. Grow up, plant a garden, garden line with Randy Lemon. So have you heard about the new steel power equipment that's out there? You know, I've been for a long time a huge fan of steel, S-T-I-H-L. And the good news is that you can get all the steel power equipment you could ever want at Lansdowne Moody in any of their six locations. So check out the website lmtractor.com for Lansdowne Moody, lmtractor.com. But they have this new lightning battery system for the steel power equipment. I think that's awesome. Lightning battery system from chainsaws to trimmers to blowers to hedge cutters. They've got the battery system for all that. I saw this about a year ago and we got all excited about it, but there's like, well, no, 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 you can't talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> Randy. Well, I can talk about it now. So they need the product for you to get your home business back to routine, back to normal with chainsaws, power washers, pressure washers, debris blowers, all the other essential handheld equipment. Well, they do it at gas. They do it uh, in battery now. Lansdowne Moody has six locations. Check out lmtractor.com for the one closest to you. Um, here is David in Brenham up next. Morning, David. Good morning, Randy. I was calling in uh, referral to one time you had said do never or never use mushroom compost, but I never got I never got to hear the answer. Could you tell me why? Um, the facts about mushroom compost are they're filled with all kinds of well bacterias and fungal fungicides to get to the mushrooms um they people say it's organic but they've used so many chemicals to get to the mushrooms in that compost mm-hmm. does that make sense um yes, I th- it's called mushroom shove substrate really technically and that there are some people that will swear by it for vegetable gardening especially tomato gardening but i just uh i don't like it um Okay, I use I, I'd like for you to read something okay. that Don Ferguson from Nature's Way Resources put out a long time ago. And if anybody knows, you know, about the soil science, because he is a soil scientist, uh, right. why you should never use mushroom compost, I think that it would be reading something from Nature's Way Resources' website. Okay. Well, I made the mistake. I mean, I didn't make a mistake. I used it before I heard you say that. I've used it in a when I put in a new lawn. I put in a uh, a, a, a Tiffway a Bermuda grass yard, and it seems to be burnt. And I was just wondering if it was because of that mushroom. Probably. Pump. Probably. Okay. Um, hey, I, I'm looking up real quick. If I can get to it, I will read this to you. Um, but I heard you say that after I put it in. I said, "Oh my God, now I made a mistake." But I didn't know didn't know what mistake I actually made. You know, the stuff that you get by the bag, I don't trust very much at all. Well, I got uh, it in bulk. We got this in a. And yet, you know, you're going to find a lot of organic gardeners who swear by it. Yeah, they did. That's why I went with it because I had some some gardeners. Oh man, use it, use it. That's the best stuff out there. And then I heard you say that, and I said, "Oh well." 
I don't know which way to go, but I already put it in, so it's there now, but I'll never use it again. So. All right, here we go. Info sheets. Okay, that's not, that's product info, resources, fact, and info sheets. Let's see if it pops up. Ah, it's not coming up like I thought it would. Ah, there we go. Look at that. Let's see if I can get it to, are we running out of time? How are we doing time-wise, Joey? Okay, I got a minute and a half. If I can get this to pop, come up, of course, it's taking forever to come up in a Word file. Uh, I was going to read this to you, even if I get 30 seconds. I can't believe it takes this long for a Word file to come up. Oh, well. When we come back, <laughs> I got that, and I got the top 10 herbicide rules I'm going to have to read off. Uh, I cannot believe it took that long. Here we go. First, mushroom compost is not real compost. The real name of this product is spent mushroom substrate. It is called mushroom compost as a marketing ploy to help dispose of it. Uh, mushroom substrate is made from a combination of wheat straw, dried blood, gypsum. Common problems. Uh, they have shown to decrease plant growth at yields uh, levels as high as 5% SMS in a mix. Um, he, John can do this so much better than I. He can explain this so much better. Uh, the salts in there are a problem. Mushroom growers have problems with fungal nants, hence they have to regularly spray with chemicals like methoprene, uh, dimlin, diazinon. Other toxic chemicals that are occasionally used are benamil, uh, chlorothalonil, hence SMS does not meet the standards to use in organic production. Um, even the low-quality bagged manure, okay, that's, that has nothing to do with it. The spent mushroom substrate is often stored in large piles that become anaerobic. That allows pathogens to grow in material. All right, we'll do it again when we come back, see if we can get John. because we dig what we do. I was looking at the current promotion for Ace Hardware, the Greater Houston Ace Retailers, and uh, I'm going to have to get to Ace Hardware store today. One of the red-hot buys that they have, I've always, I love it when it goes on sale, so I always take advantage of it. They have these contractor bags. These trash bags are so tough, so thick, and so big that uh, you can get the... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. $3 instant savings at the cash register if you have an Ace Rewards card, which I do. And if you listen to this Gardline program, you should have an Ace Rewards card. You can learn about the Ace Rewards card online at acehardwaretexas.com. Look on the first page of the big October sale. You'll see what I'm talking about. The contractor bags. They're regularly $12.99, $3 off. That's $9.99. That's a great savings for something that Everybody needs getting ready for the fall. When the temperature change and you need to rake the leaves. Uh, speaking of, they got a fiery last poly lawn rake on sale at Red Hot Buy too. A lot of Red Hot Buys. Uh, check it all out online at our friends at Ace 
HardwareTexas.com. And we're not talking just garden stuff, you know, home improvement stuff, uh, fire extinguishers, uh, all kinds of uh, air conditioning type stuff, fans, filters, you name it. They've got Red Hot Buy. Buy two, get one free when it comes to the pleated furnace air filters from ace so okay big october sale all these deals are good through october 31st acehardwaretexas.com plus all these ace hardware stores carry the nitrofoss three-step if they're not on the website acehardwaretexas.com well they're not a greater houston ace retailer and i can't tell you that they'll will or will not have the nitrofoss three-step but if they're at that website they'll have it we mentioned the top 10 rules of herbicide use i thought i'd go through uh this for everybody out there i'm <laughs> turns out i have to Pull it back up again because I had to pull up all that. I'm not even going to go through that mushroom compost stuff. You can either use it or not use it. I don't really care at these this day and age. Uh, I just know that when you read what they use to make the mushrooms, you'll probably get to a point where you're like, what in the world am I thinking about using uh, mushroom compost for uh, when it comes to doing my own vegetable garden, especially if I'm trying to be organic. All right, so... Let me have to bring this back up again. I promised everybody, we tried to do it at the end of last hour, but we got sidetracked again. So here's the top 10 rules of herbicide use. It's online. Uh, you can get it from two years ago. We published this. And you need to commit to knowing these following rules when it comes to herbicide use. And by the way, it's on Facebook right now. You can go see it. It's the most recent posting we have on Facebook. And ultimately, they're going to help you maintain the greenest weed-free lawn on the block. Pre-emergent herbicides. Block weed seeds from germinating, pre-emergent herbicides. They will not kill weeds that are already up. I have that question too many times in the last couple of days. Well, I've got this. Will pre-emergent herbicide with barricade kill it? No, it is a weed blocker. Ultimately, it is the best defense against weeds from germinating. Number two, once a weed is up, you need a post-emergent herbicide, such as a broadleaf weed killer or a grassy weed killer. Unfortunately, grassy weed killers are non-selective. Number three, there's a difference in post-emergent herbicides. Some are selective, others are non-selective. Glyphosate herbicide, Roundup, Eraser, even organic vinegar solutions are non-selective. They kill every kind of weed or grass they come in contact with. Selective herbicides, like broadleaf weed killers, usually target a specific category. Broadleaf, grassy, sedge. Number four, if you're late with the application of pre-emergent herbicides, you can still do it. You just may not get total control or not even 90% control, as some weeds may have already germinated. Number five, know the temperature restrictions on most selective herbicides. For example, we now have cool season herbicides for broadleaf weeds. We didn't have that 30 years ago. It's also why we don't use products like Image when it's too hot. Number six, although it can control a few broadleaf weeds, the powdered organic grassy weed control known as uh, Agrilon crabgrass control or garden weasel crabgrass control was originally designed for grassy weeds, but I've had personal success with it on Virginia buttonweed. Number seven, nut grass and nut sedge are neither a grassy or broadleaf weed. That is why we recommend specific sedge control herbicides for those annoying weeds. Number eight, the granular version of Bonide Weed Beater Complete is a real one-of-a-kind product. It is a pre- and post-emergent herbicide in one bag. The pre is essentially barricade, which blocks broadleaf weeds and grassy weed germination. But the post only works on the broadleaf weeds in the bonide weed weed complete. Nine, surfactants are neither applicable or necessary for granular 
pre- or post-emergent herbicides. Surfactants should, number 10, be added pretty much every liquid herbicide so the treatment actually sticks to the weeds that we're trying to kill. There's your top 10 rules of herbicide use here on the garden line. Let's get back to the calls. I believe they've been there about the same amount of time, but Denny's been there a little bit longer than John. Denny and Aston Oaks. Morning, Denny. Hey, good morning, Randy. How are you this morning? Good. What you got? Um, I sent you three pictures of some gardenias that I have at the house. Uh, one of them, beautiful. They're, they're right there in pots right next to each other. One of them, absolutely beautiful and lush. The other two, not so much. Same sun conditions, water conditions. We had a huge bank of uh, gardenias in this location in the ground before we built our new house. So I think the sun conditions, I just can't figure out too much water, not enough water. I've been told both. I went in Southwest Fertilizer, soil acidifier. Uh, they just are real spindly. Okay, first of all, I'm going to stop you right there. You didn't send me anything because you never asked for permission. No, I did. And you you did. Well, your pick, your, I have one email from you, and it's just said, sent pictures, but there's nothing attached because there's no permission slip. Uh-oh. Okay, well, I thought I did it right. Sorry. Okay. I'm looking Thanks, at guys. this right now, Denny Mac, Denny Mac 59, and you, there's one email. It came at 745 this morning. That's it. Yeah. There was no other emails. Okay. So if you want me well, to look at these pictures, uh, I'm about to send you a response. Then you can attach the pictures, and you'll probably have to call back. But I would need okay. to see what you're talking about. I will tell you this. Um, let me type in you can now and send this. If they are dwarf gardenias, are they regular size or dwarf gardenias? They're, no, they're kind of a, a tree gardenia. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, let me get the pictures and call me back. Sorry, but okay. the only email I see is just this one, and you can't attach without uh, getting that you can now permission slip. Okay. That's our security measure so that people don't just send nasty pictures. I got you. These you got to know nasty, that's what you're I'll sending. I'll send them to you. Okay? All right, guys, thanks. Uh, yeah. We still, we're still here until 10 o'clock, so we can do that. John in League City, good morning. Good morning, Randy. Um, hey, I was wanting to pick up some of these real small uh, queen palms that they got for sale now at some of the garden centers. These are like the three-gallon ones, and uh, just wondering if this is an okay time. Sure. Plant. Why not? Plant. Well, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I know they're cold-hardy, but I don't know if they're well. small ones are. <laughs> cold-hardy is... I, I stretch on queen palms. I mean, they were never designed to be in an area where it freezes. They've been adapted to lower you know, not so harsh freezes, 28, 29, 30 for a couple hours here and there. But we will still lose. Say We lost them in January 2010. We lost them in February 2011. Uh, some people lost them this, this past 20, uh, January 6, 2017 freeze. You can protect them. You can wrap their trunks with like carpet remnants, burlap bags, newspapers, whatever, you know, as long as you can cover the trunk on a freezing night, that's good. But once they get really established 20 years from now and you can't cover the trunks anymore and we do get a freeze like we got in January 2010, you're going to lose them. They're just, they're not designed to take, you know, 19, 18 degrees for six hours. And um, in terms of soil, 
um, you know, just doesn't uh, take much because they can establish to the clay soil as long as that clay soil has a permanent soil amendment kind of worked into it. Some people will just take like rose soil and blend it like one to one or two parts existing soil to one part rose soil. Some people do five, six parts existing soil to one part uh, expanded shale for the permanent soil amendment. Um, because it's such a dense root system, it doesn't need a lot of, it doesn't need that much help. Okay. And are, are the med fan palms better for cold? cold? Yeah, you can, it's really up to you. All of them can handle the light freezes we have here. I am not a, I am a bigger fan of queen palms. I am Mediterranean fan palms. That's for sure. But there are others out there, and we may have to go through it when we come back from this break. How about we do that? Let me go through a list of these palms, um, kind of go through them, and you know which one is the most cold hardy, if that's what you're looking for. But you got to like what the palm fronds look like as well. This is the Garden Line News Radio 740 KTRH. We're up against the clock. Got to take a break. We'll be back in just a little bit. I will say this before we uh, get to that full break. I mentioned it, Nature's Way Resources. I was reading that old tip sheet from John Ferguson and Nature's Way Resources. If you ever want to read about any kind of soil, anybody kind of compost, again, I'm trying to read from a mushroom uh, substrate article that he did. So he's covered every soil, every mulch, every compost that is imaginable and the product descriptions are there at the website natureswayresources.com they're not open on sundays to go get your bulk uh leaf mold compost which is one of the ultimate top dressing composts out there but they do sell their product in bag all over southeast texas nurseries garden centers hardware stores uh feed stores check out the list of retail locations for their bag material natureswayresources.com where your lemon lawn is always Appealing. Yikes. Garnet Line with Randy Lemon. So I thought I'd go through that list of the locations besides Ace Hardware stores that carry the Nitrofoss three step. So I kind of just talked a little bit about how the Ace Hardware stores are great about that, but. There's also all kinds of other hardware stores, feed stores, nurseries, garden centers. They have the um, Fisher's Hardware Store over in Baytown, the Fisher's in LaPorte. You have Lake Hardware in Clute, Lake Hardware in Angleton. You have Alvin's down in Stanton. You have um, Warren Southern Gardens. We were just talking in detail apart for the Kingwood area. The Arbor Gate and D&D Feed and Tomball carry the Nitrofoss three-step. Plants for all seasons, RCW. Heaton Feed and Supply, uh, Jim's Hardware up in Montgomery, uh, Growers Outlet in Willis, Enchanted Forest and Enchanted Garden, and both Bearings locations. Now, I'm not reading the entire list. That's just scratching the surface, but that's a list of places I know that carry the Nitro Falls 3-step. Fall Special, that's the winterizer. Pre-emergent herbicide with Barricade, that's pre-emergent herbicide. And the PCNB brown patch control, if you need it. For me, brown patch control is always optional. If you've done doing a good job taking care of your yard, you're doing compost top dressing, you're not going to need, over time, not going to need the brown patch control. So it's an optional use when talking about the nitrofoss schedule. But the fall special and the pre-emergent herbicide, I love the idea of getting the pre-emergent herbicide down today. Water it in, pretty good. And then let's put it down again in 45 to 60 days. Because we're going to need it this year, thanks to Harvey. 
All right, Denny called in, talking about a gardenia. He assumed his pictures went through, but he didn't first ask for permission. He just sent the pictures. And we have a, a little bit of a security measure in place so people don't just attach pictures without me knowing that they're going to attach pictures, if that makes sense. So um, let's get out of this and pull him back up. All right, so I'm looking at the pictures now. Is that just over time? Uh, I'm not here, Randy. Yes. Yeah, well, we planted them last year, and uh, over time, they've just declined. We planted one too low, raised it up a little bit, but they've just, they get the same water characteristics, same sun, et cetera, and just can't, you know, get a grip on why they're getting spindly out. And they go yellow leaves. So are those three dip. separate ones I'm looking at? Yes, sir. Okay. First things first, there was so much to talk about here. Gardenias of that size need to be in a raised bed, not a container. They're okay. going to be thwarted in a container constantly. Uh, looking at the last picture, there definitely is chlorosis going on. That's where the dark green veins of the leaves. So that one in particular needs to have its soil acidified greatly. Uh, you're supposed to keep gardenias at a high acid content, so like 5.5, five, 5.6. Five, my guess is the soil is really bad in there too, uh, unless you specifically used a high-end azalea soil. The first picture would look like you do. The second and third pictures look like you do not use a high-end azalea soil. And then the last thing, just for observation, stop planting flowers in a container where you're trying to get something else to grow. Uh, those uh, begonias got to go. Okay. Okay, the other so thing, mo the big, another biggest observation is, um, is that facing north, south, east, or west, that wall facing? It is, it is facing east. Okay. That's better than I thought. The, my biggest problem is is if it's sitting in a gravel bed, then the no, heat coming off the gravel the, is not good for those containers either. It, it's sitting in these three-foot pots on top of some stones on right. the gravel. The stone heats up, heats up the pot. I see. This is why they need to be in their own raised bed where the root systems are not heated and cooled, heated and cooled. Okay. Well, I guess we'll pull them up and do something else. You could probably do something else, but whatever you do, if you are going to do uh, gardenias in the future, let's make sure we stick with uh, azalea soil. Very specific about azalea soil. That's the smart move here. Okay, I use that rose soil from... Uh, rose soil is okay. Zellia soil is even better. Okay. Okay, well, thanks so much. All right. Bye, bud. Bye. Um, I'm going to answer this little email thing real quick. I This guy asked about, um, can I prune my magnolia trees that are up next to the house in half? First of all, why do you have magnolia trees right up next to the house? Uh, and cutting them in half is tantamount to topping the tree... Uh, which we have suggested for years in, on the radio show that is a it's an invitation to death. If you're going to top, uh, you know, cut a magnolia tree in half, you're probably going to kill it. So those trees shouldn't even be up next to the foundation. So might as well just remove them, remove them, not just cut them in half, but remove them, remove them. This is the Garden Line News Radio 740 KTRH. Austin in Galveston is on the board next at 713-212 KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. We'll be back with more Garden Line calls very shortly. Uh, again, lines are open. Uh, I went ahead and went through the 10 rules of herbicide. I told my WOR uh, story, so 
we're wide open. All categories, all questions, fair game. 713-212-KTRH. I know I mentioned this kind of briefly yesterday. I want to kind of focus in, hone in on it a little bit more. Our friends at RC. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. CW Nurseries. They are tree experts, along with many other things they're experts at. But they have their own tree farm. They can bring in the best samples of that tree farm and sell them at RCW Nursery at 249 in Beltway 8. And in October, they have some sweet October savings going on. The more you buy, the more you save. 10% off a tree. If you're going to get two, you get 15% off both trees. If you're going to get three or more, you get 25% off all those trees. They also have mix, mix and match seasonal color for $1.99 each, but the more you buy there, the more you save. 18 flat, $27. A 20 flat for $30. The shrubs are 25% off. The pottery is 25 to 50% off. Citrus and avocado is 20% off. The mums are 50% off. Basically, it's like a plant liquidation sale going on over at RCW Nursery. Check them out online at rcwnurseriesies.com. If you want to get some great advice, they're the ones that teach you that, you know, one of the best times in the year is October to plant trees, and you're going to get the best trees, and you're going to get them at a significant savings if you'll go to RCW Nursery, 249 Beltway 8. RCW Nurseries on uh, Facebook and rcwnurseries.com on the web. All right, uh, I believe we said we'd go to Austin. This next caller up, Austin is in Galveston. Austin, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. Excellent. Uh, we bought a place on the west end of Galveston Island, and uh, it's something I've never dealt with before because of the type of, well, it's not even soil, it's sand. I it's guess sand, say. yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, so... The yard was completely just full of weeds, and I've never had to actually um, take a yard that's just completely full of weeds and try to make it nice with, like, St. – well, we're not using St. Augustine's Bermuda. And so all I've done up to this point is throw Bermuda seeds out there and then try to keep it watered and mowed, and it's not really gotten me anywhere. And uh, the part that's really getting us is the sticker bushes, and I was just going to see if you had any uh, tips. Yeah, where were you an hour ago? We were talking about sticker burrs in detail a little while ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, so what you need to do is go to ktrh.com, uh, click on the shows, and then scroll down to my tips and go to burrgrass, alphabet, oh. alphabetize the tip sheets, burrgrass. Um, I will okay. give you the highlights, but just like I did with the caller an hour ago, but you've got to read this if you really want to evolve. And this this is what you need to do to change the soil profile. you got to change the cultural practices there if you want Bermuda or St. Augustine down the line. No matter what grass you want, you got to be do a better job of changing the environment. So we tell them uh, in the tip sheet, we talk about a humate-rich environment. They love, uh, they hate the burrs hate humates so we get our granular humates we're going to put that out there every three months for the next year um a couple of times a year bare minimum 
if awesome, yeah, then I... you go to a 2100 fertilizer that is a nitrogen rich I'm not saying high nitrogen, but a nitrogen-only fertilizer. They don't like yes. humates. They don't like nitrogen-rich environments. Then you uh, have to stay true to the schedule when it comes to pre-emergent herbicide and fertilizing what grass you do have, staying true to the Randy Lemon Garden Line Lawn Fertilization Schedule. And uh, then you also have to get out these burgrass seeds. The, the tip sheet talks about getting the burgrass out as uh, much as possible. It sounds like uh, since we had it two times today, um, Joey, I'm, if you can, because I'm not going to be able to do it today, uh, i got too many other things going on, on the computer screen with all these emails and all these pictures, uh, people trying to send in pictures. If you would, uh, find our burgrass tip sheet at ktrh.com, and can you post that on Facebook so that people like Austin and Galveston can have access to it rather quickly? It seems to be topic. I had two people bring me, and I was in Montgomery yesterday, but again, sandy soils. Where there's sandy soils, you're going to get burgrass unless you do these protocols these cultural practice changes to the lawn. If you want to just start over with everything, we have a kill, till, fill, and sod tip sheet. Um, to me, if the, there's more than 50, 60, 70% weeds or more, then I'm going to start everything over, and I like the kill, till, fill, and sod tip sheet for that. Uh, here is up next. Where are we going? Who's been there the longest? Looks like it's going to be John and Willis. John, good morning. You're on News Radio 740 KTRH. Good morning, Randy. I've got a, a, a big pine tree that uh, I've laid an asphalt driveway and under some gravel that was already there. And uh, I got a couple of roots that have given me some problems. And I want to uh, cut the roots out uh, close to the driveway. And my question is, uh, the best way to do it should I, can I do them both at the same time, or do I need to do one and then wait some time and do the other? Well, what? all of it's for naught if you don't get the tree on a deep root feeding program. Right. Okay. I can, I can do that. Okay. Which, which leads me to the next question. I've done some deep root feeding, but I've used a big bulb auger, you know, and I've heard you talk about ground augers. I'm out in Willis. Where can I – What? there's not an ace hardware out here. Uh, can you recommend a place where I can get well, it? Well, most hardware stores carry True soil value. augers. Okay. Uh, some nurseries do. I have no idea if they okay. carry a soil auger at, uh, what's the name of the place on 75 up there? Grower's Outlet. Grower's Outlet. Um, okay. You can check with them first. Okay. Once I get to, can I cut both roots at the same, same time or do? No. There's, you can only cut out one big root per year or you'll okay. destabilize the tree. Okay. And, and, and what can I do? Should I, what can I do to block? roots from growing back underneath the driveway you can bury a root barricading material you might want to check with a place like southwest fertilizer if you're going to do that yourself there are okay. companies out there like root wall pro that do the root barricading for you okay all right next thing i have another area that uh, i want to put some ryegrass down for the winter uh and then maybe put some seed out in this late summer or spring uh, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Did I hear you say that ryegrass is not a good thing to put out? Yeah, well, first of all, you said I'm going to put out some seed late summer or spring. We Nothing works in late summer here. You can't okay. seed anything right now. Okay. All right. Yeah. Ryegrass is a really bad idea okay. if you have a otherwise healthy lawn. Okay. Because you are robbing all the nutrients it's robbing all the moisture. It's robbing all the organics in the soil from the St. Augustine just so you can have green grass in January and February. 
Does that sound logical? Yeah. So the grass has struggle bounce back. People that have used rye grass to have a green yard, well, I, I wish someone would call in and back me up on this. I mean, I know it's a fact, but most of the people that have like St. Augustine and they do rye grass, their St. Augustine gets weaker and weaker and weaker every year because of all the nutrients that it's been taken from the soil to make the rye grass keep up. All right, and finally, on the on the eraser, I put some eraser out in another area, and to kill some crabgrass. And I understand it should you should have an expectorant with the with with the herbicide. Like you mean eraser. a surfactant? Surfactant, yeah. An expectorant is what we use in cough medicines. Yeah. <laughs> okay, surfactant. Surfactant is, is has to be used in any liquid herbicide. Okay. All because right. if it doesn't. And you have hard water, and you have hard water up there in Willis. Yeah. Then the water is going to just dribble all right down the leaf blade of the weed you're trying to kill, and then sit in the soil, and that's not good for the soil. Okay. So the surfactant is there about helping it stick to the leaf of the weed we're trying to eliminate. And if in cases of like brush killer, we're spraying the leaves of the brush, like a like uh, to use poison ivy as a vine, we want to get rid of. That's a brush. We have to use a brush killer herbicide. We have to add a surfactant if we're going to get rid of broadleaf weeds, which Virginia buttonweed will we'll be able to use the cool season herbicide hopefully in a couple of weeks on things like Virginia buttonweed. We need a surfactant to help that herbicide stick to the leaf surface. Grassy weeds, especially grassy weeds, because they get that fine fiber on top of it. Can I, unless you're penetrating or helping the water become wetter, you're not really penetrating that pass those fibers and onto the leaf surface. It has to absorb through the leaf surface to get down to the roots to kill it down in there. Uh, as you look at the clock, we're at that quarter hour mark. We have to take a break for uh, a little commercial, a little sidestep here, and we'll be back with more Garden Line calls. i got Randy and Livingston and Suzanne, and I don't know where she's at. Uh, and then we'll get to your Garden Line calls, too. That means we have a couple open lines, 713-212-KTRH. And just like a little while ago, now we're down to our last hour and 15 minutes. So if you got a question, you better get it in now. If you uh, ask for permission to send me pictures, you got your permission slipped back at about 5 o'clock this morning, 5.30. So it's time to uh, send those pictures and call in over the next hour and 15 minutes. This is The Garden Line. I am Randy Lemon. I also want to talk to you about our friends at Atlas Foundation Repair before we go deep into the break here. Because when it comes to foundation issues, you need someone you can trust. Someone who's been around since the mid-1970s. I want to say since 1977. Family-owned and operated still. That's Atlas Foundation Repair. They will truly take care of you if you're a Garden Line audience member. Because all you have to do is call this number. 713-641-4844. 713-641-4844. When you call them first thing tomorrow, you can leave a message today. But when you call and you talk to somebody first thing tomorrow, they're going to send somebody out that's going to do a free evaluation. They're going to bring their equipment out. They'll do the test. They're going to tell you whether you truly have a foundation problem or not. But if you have doors not opening and closing properly anymore, windows not opening and closing properly anymore, you've seen cracks in the drywall, cracks in the brick veneer, these are all telltale signs that you have a foundation problem. And you need the one and only, the honest, the one with integrity, Atlas Foundation Repair. 713-641-4844. Fix it with Atlas and fix it for good. Put down the smartphone. This is real life plants versus zombies. Garden Line with Randy Levin.
I was uh, reminded of ways you can get involved with the Star of Hope mission by going to their website, S-O-H, as in Star of Hope, S-O-H-Mission.org, S-O-H-Mission.org. You can do fundraisers for Star of Hope. You can host a drive for needed items. So you get a hold of SOHmission.org, find out how you can do a fundraiser, find out how you can host a drive for specifically needed items. You can submit prayer requests at SOHmission.org. You can also do employee matching gift programs if you're a business owner. Any way we can help ending homelessness, one life, one family at a time here in Houston, Star of Hope Mission is there to help. Starts online, SOHmission.org. When it's still warm and it's supposed to be cool, uh, their resources are being strained, so they need our help. How can you help? Volunteer, any of those other ways to get involved I just mentioned, and definitely your financial help is always needed. Check it out. Ending homelessness in Houston, one life, one family at a time, SOHmission.org. I believe we're going to go to Randy in Livingston next. Good morning, Randy. Yes. You're on the air. Yes, sir. Hey, I've got a problem with some uh, big clusters of brown mushrooms growing in the middle of my San Augustine. Are they soft or hard? They're, they appear to be soft. Okay. Um, the The smart move here is to pluck up everything you can, whatever you can see, and throw it away. Don't try to compost or anything. And then right after you pluck all that up in the areas where the mushrooms were, you need to treat with Consan 20. Consan 20. Consan 20, or sometimes agricultural sulfur will work, but uh, we've had good success. It has a label for mushrooms, uh, fairy ring type mushrooms especially, but um, don't look at it as an overall bad thing. Sometimes mushrooms mean there's an awful lot of organic matter where no place to go, so it pops up spores in the form of mushrooms. Yeah, because they're popping up everywhere. Yeah, and I don't, there's nothing you can spray on them that's going to work. It is a physical removal protocol. You got to get them all out of there, throw them away. Right after you get them all out of there, you go back where they were and treat with Consan. The neat thing about Consan is you only need like an ounce per gallon of water. It's such a concentrated material and so readily available. I know you're only in Livingston, but. Um, we were giving that stuff away like crazy yesterday. The, those people that knew uh, the attributes of Consan, people knew the value of Consan when we were giving stuff away and drew their names uh, between a soil activator or a fertilizer. They were dumping on the Consan left and right, uh, which is funny, too, because um, <laughs> it was while we had stuff to give away. Not every store has the Consan right now because those people that aren't savvy enough at ordering things when they needed to order it, weren't prepared for post-Harvey recovery. And this is one of those mold mildew remediation products that home builders, homeowners, uh, construction company, remediation companies have been using. And I found out that one company is using a form of Consan in this fogging type machine for a home. That's a little overkill. The entire home does not need to be fogged with Consan. Well, an, an active ingredient like Consan, but you just need it down at the baseboards where the water was on the wood, basically, in the hidden areas where the water was. That's where you need it. A whole home fogging does not make a lot of financial sense, if you ask me. But that's these companies that are doing the remediation projects, and they have this as a, a marked-up and a high-end product that they're delivering. At least it's getting done. If you have deep pockets and it doesn't matter, cost is no object, great. 
but there's no reason to have to fog the entire home for that. This is The Garden Line. I'm Randy Lemon. We're down to one final hour. We're going to take check in with news, weather, and traffic coming right up. Uh, we'll be back in just a little bit. I hope you get uh, the open lines a call so you can get your question in within the next hour. We can because we dig what we do. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. This is the Garden Line on News Radio 740 KTRH. Oh man, I can't believe we're down to our final hour. Seems like uh, we just started this a couple hours ago, and that being yesterday. But we did four hours yesterday, four hours today. We went out to A and A Plants and Produce right there uh, in Montgomery. Had a great time. Great people. Glad we got to go out there. Hope we go back soon. And so much stuff still going on. Uh, with this month left to go here in October. One of the things that we talk about in October is doing the Nitrofoss three-step. The Nitrofoss three-step, all right? It's uh, crazy how... Um, I'm, I'm reading stuff on the call screener here. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Making sure that. Yeah. All right. So what I need you to do is write this phone number down. If you know you need to do the fertilization schedule, but you don't have the time, you don't have the inclination. You, uh, you really don't want to get behind a broadcast spreader, but you know how important it is to follow the schedule. Then call Year Round Houston. Year Round Houston will take care of that for you. Year Round Houston will take care of it for you. All right. First thing you can do is actually read about the company online at yearroundhouston.com. That's yearroundhouston.com. Uh, they have been doing it for several years here. They've been following my schedule. They can come out and do the soil remediation needs, too. Uh, we talked about this with Harvey. There's things they can do that you can't do or that you don't want to do. 713-775-7224. Yearroundhouston.com or 713-775-7224. They'll do aeration. They'll do compost work. They'll do the fertilization. They'll do soil remediation. They'll do weed control. But they basically follow the schedule. If you're looking for somebody to be the service provider of my schedule for a healthy Houston lawn, then you need year-round Lawn Care of Houston, 713-775-7224. Now, you know, I just take my word for it. And when you go to that website, yearroundhouston.com, 
scroll down to the sugarlandnetwork.com link. Uh, this is a neighborhood referral network. There's a lot of great compliments there. They didn't pay to have those done. Those were just people in the sugarlandnetwork.com bragging about the service that is year-round lawn care. I think that'll tip it in their favor as well. 713-775-7224. Also in October... Usually it's always the first week in October, but instead it's going to be next weekend here in October is the Houston Bulb and Plant Mart put on by the Garden Club of Houston. Here's Margaret Rotan to give us some details on it. Margaret, coming up soon. It is, and we're very excited. Good morning to you. Howdy. Hi. Uh, Yeah, it's coming up. It's going to be this week. Friday and Saturday are big two sale days, and um, they're on the grounds of the St. John's Episcopal Church across from Lamar High School. Um, corner West Timer and Reverts Boulevard and starting at open doors both mornings at 9 a.m. So we'll be ready for you. Oh, I appreciate that. And uh, <laughs> just, you know, I, I may not be able to get there because I'm going to be so busy this week. But if anybody I wants know. to get there, why should they go to the Houston Bulbin Plant Mart? They should come here, number one, because everything that um, we sell raises money to take care of the projects that we um, are responsible for throughout the year including the grounds at the Museum of Fine Arts, Urban Harvest, um, Rienzi, places that we all treasure and love and are just part of our wonderful city. Um, You can get all sorts of um, bulbs. We've got all sorts of uh, unusual bulbs that you can't find everywhere. You can check our website at gchhouston.org and see that. And then we'll also have Heidi Sheasley there on Friday morning talking about all the wonderful native plants that – will be available to purchase at great prices and um, at the Mart that can help restore your garden because we're all in that mode. All right. We appreciate that. So remind everybody the times, the dates, the location one more time. Friday, um, October 13th and Saturday, October 14th, 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. on Friday, 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. on Saturday. We have a free succulent giveaway for our first 50 walk-in customers both mornings. And um, it'll just be a great event. And it's on the grounds of St. John's Church across from Lamar High School. All right. appreciate that. Thank you Thank very you, much. Thank you, Randy. Thank and you. And by the way, y'all, 75th anniversary of the Houston Bulb and Plant Mart. Can you believe that? I know. It's wonderful. <laughs> Got to keep on moving. Keep all right. On thanks. Going. Appreciate thanks, it, Margaret. Randy. Good okay. luck with all that. All right. Let's get back to the board of calls. I think if we hit the next button, we'll see what's coming up next. Suzanne in League City. Suzanne, good morning. Good morning, Randy. Uh, what I'm wondering is, I have my uh, gardens waiting to be planted. Is there anything that I can use as a pre-emergent herbicide that won't hurt the vegetables once I put them in? Um, if you transplant them, pre-emergent herbicide should not have a negative impact. But, you know, just mulch is all you really need for weed control yeah. in a vegetable bed. Yeah, I do mulch. Uh, I do like two inches of mulch, but I still... I still get weeds. I'm just trying to think if there was any little preventive that I could put in right now. They make a couple of pre-emergent herbicides. Preen does, P-R-E-N, that are supposed to be safe for vegetable beds. I'd be careful with them. For me, it's it's mostly about keeping your shadow in the garden. If you've got a good thick layer of mulch, then it's easy to pop out a weed when you see it. Right. Okay. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. I would just stay away. If you're going to do vegetables, stay more towards the organic on that. Michelle in Richmond up next. Good morning, Michelle. Michelle going once. Michelle going twice. All right, that's not. Michelle's gone. Doc in Friendswood. Good morning, Doc. Uh, Good morning. Uh, Got one I haven't heard you talk about. Uh, I just got a 
composter barrel, and uh, I've been throwing in lawn clippings. Okay, what else do I need to do, and how do I use that stuff once it's finished composting, and how long does it take? If you're going to do your own compost pile, it supposedly takes a minimum of six months to really get the best compost possible. And if you got a tumbler okay. or you just got an outdoor compost pile? It's a tumbler thing. Yeah, uh, that can speed up the process. You'll want to get to a website like Composting 101, you know, compost for dummies, compost for beginners type thing, so you can understand your carbon to nitrogen ratio because you need to be at about 30 to 1 carbon to nitrogen products and elements in there to have the best chance at a usable compost. Uh, if you do it outdoors, it takes a minimum of six months to get there turning it. Uh, some people will keep it out there longer. The longer you age it, the better it becomes. Okay. Is there anything I need to add in special? Uh, I, in until, unless I like, was able to figure out what it looked like then I can't tell you what you need and add. That's why I'm, I'm asking you to take a moment and go to one of these websites, like Composting 101, and that way okay. you can basically learn what there is and isn't in yours, you know, how to make compost even better. If, I'm, you know, if, I'm, if it looks this way, what do I need to add? Um, what are you capable of turning into that compost pile? Uh, there's you know, the things that you shouldn't be putting in there. Uh, okay. But you need to get to know your carbon to nitrogen ratio first and foremost. Okay. Uh, will it uh, end up with a whole bunch of uh, weed seeds mixed in there? The weed seeds can usually get burned off if the temperature is hot enough. You shouldn't be putting weeds in there, though, for the most part, unless you're just mixing grass clippings and some of those weeds in there. It's just lawn clippings. Yeah, then I'm not going to worry about that. Usually the weed seeds can be burned off by the heat of the compost. All right. That's one of the benefits well, thank you, of sir. it. Um, yeah. Stupid. I'm looking up. I'm trying to see if there's any, like, just really quick go-to sites for you. There's some that have videos, some that don't, um, on how to make compost piles. And the ones that have too much advertising, I'm not interested in getting to you. All right. Uh, with that, with or without a yard. Well, and most of them are composting 101. Uh, if you just composting 101, restart, do that Google search. It's really necessary, so you can take a, you know, you can look at a sample of your own compost and compare it to what they're showing you. So this is, if it looks like this, this is what you need added to it, and this is what you don't need added to it. And this is what you might need to add to take away from too much of this or too much of that. Never tried it before. Figured I'd shoot it out there and see what happens. Excellent. Composting 101. There's the presentations you, are there online all over the place. All right. Appreciate it. You bet. Do -do. Who's been there next? Been there the longest. That's going to be Greg in Cyprus. Greg, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. How can we help you? Um, bad, bad case of the sob. I'm sorry, sod. Webware moths. Good Lord, worms! You have worms. Stop it! Joey's trying to be funny in there. Uh, I um, I had to have a exterminator come out and spray the yard. It was so bad. Okay, well, we we do it ourselves here, and we do it three to five times over a two-week period to treat for sod webworms because one application is not going to kill the sod webworms. Um, if you get a moment, I would do a sod webworm Google search with my name. 
and it will give you the lowdown on how we approach sod webworms, you're going to need to get two. Count them two different insecticides. So you alternate between the two. So every five days, I'm going to put down insecticide. I'm going to alternate their controls. Great. And what about the grass that's gone brown? What can I do? Well, we're going to get, get the brown out of there, scratch out all the dead grass, bring the compost in. Um, I'm going to try, i got to find, uh, this has come up twice in the last uh, couple of days. I need to get back and figure out where the tip sheet is on remediation after sod webworm damage. Um, we're going to take a quick little break. When I find that, if I go to ktrh.com, I'm going to click on Randy's top tips and features. No, that's not what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to go back to the shows and blogs. We'll go ahead and take that break for you, Joey G. Uh, we'll be back with more Garden Line calls in a moment. If you uh, got a question, you better get it in. We're down to our last like 44, 43 minutes of Garden Line for this weekend uh, before we touch back base with you on Saturday at 6 a.m. We do it every Saturday and Sunday morning at 6 to 10 a.m. on News Radio 740 KTRH. It is football season, right? Have you got your big green egg yet? I mentioned this yesterday. There's so many great things from ribs to whole chickens, whole turkeys that you can do on a big green egg like no other. If you're not familiar with what a big green egg is, check it out online. It is the ceramic dome cooking method that's been around for thousands of years. And now we have it for us. You'll never have a steak better than a big green egg. You'll never have ribs better than on a big green egg. You'll never have wings better on a big green egg. And hamburgers, doesn't matter what you cook on a grill, it's that much better on a big green egg because that ceramic dome cooking uh, that keeps all the moisture locked in. If you've ever had ribs that are always dried out, um, despite barbecue sauce, or chewy, just not, you know, gnarly, you can change your ribs entirely different and keeping the moisture in and tasty and smoke filled if you do a big green egg i love doing steaks on the big green egg now because you get that temperature up so high you get that sear on the outside but you get the perfect medium rare steak in short order and of course football seasons nothing says football season like wings well you can have healthier wings by doing them on the big green egg and there's 22 houston ace retailers greater houston ace retailers that carry the big green egg and all the accoutrements that go along with it and they can get you a free bag of charcoal and a free box of fire starters if you just mention my name garden line name when you go get your big green egg at the 22 ace retailers um when we come back maybe next uh, maybe next half hour Second after, I'll go through this entire list, but it's big. 22 Ace Hardware stores that have the Big Green Egg special if you just mention the name Randy Lemon. As kinky as a cheap garden hose, get Randy with Randy Lemon. I'm bummed out. I can't find the blog or the piece that I, I know I wrote but see that's what I was questioning I hadn't seen in a while the blog that I wrote on uh, recovery of lawns after sod webworm damage bottom line is you got to get the dead grass out of there then you got to compost top dress then you got to stay true to the schedule if there's big huge holes then you basically need to resod those areas 713-212-KTRH if you want to get in on the open line 713-212-5874 let's go next to David in Peeville Plantersville that is David, good morning. Good morning. Hey, I've got some uh, plum trees that have been rooted. I had some help getting this done. I've got eight of them. They're in about a quart containers, and I don't know if I should try to. Uh, what I want, I just don't want to kill them. I'm pretty good at killing stuff, just <laughs> keeping it alive. Put it that way. They're in quart containers. About about the size of a quart. 
Yeah, I would get them into like gallon-sized containers with a really good rose soil and then keep them in containers, keep them watered on a consistent basis for the next year. Let's get a good root system on them before we get it in the ground. Okay, well, I had some help from the nursery to get them put into these containers, and they're, they're, uh, they're doing okay at the moment. I just don't want to move them a lot. I, th- I think they're too small to plant. They're about four inches tall. Well, no, that's why I want you to put them in another container. By putting them up in size in the container, you're not really doing anything to kill them. You're trying to get a more root room to grow. Okay, okay. now they're in a, a mulch mix at the present time. Should I just pull them out of the containers and put them in a blended soil? No, you should You should pull it, slide what it is in that container out, keep as much okay. of the dirt mulch around the root system as possible, and then get it into a rose soil base Okay. of gallon material or a little bit bigger you can get up to you know three gallons if you want to don't right. get don't exceed that but one gallon is okay starting point let's get how, more of a root system developed and that'll be easier to transplant into the ground a year from now about a year okay and then as for if i'll keep them outside sometimes i can move them back and forth if i need to uh would they like you know full sun partial full sun, sun. full sun just keep them moist. If you can keep it from getting like 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock on sun, great. But, you know, good well, 9 to 3 o'clock in the morning type sun is good. Okay. Well, I'll give that a try. Roll soil. And, okay. you know, you, you don't want to move them in and out. The only reason you'd ever want to move them in is if we're going to have freezing weather. Yeah, what would they take? Uh, oh, they can handle light freezes easily, mm-hmm. even in that container. But, you know, just on freezing nights... Put them in a barn, put them in a garage, okay. slide them in, you know, tuck them up in a corner of the house. I yeah. put a lot of things in. If I had to explain the corner of my house that faces southeast, mm-hmm. all right, all the, the winds come in from the north and the west. So my southeast corner of the house is a good L shape. I'm blocked by all the winds. Right. So um, I move yeah. my hibiscus and my bougainvilleas into that area on freezing nights. Okay. Well, that sounds great. You know, they, they came, I got them rooted from the old home place, and I don't want to lose them. Uh, I don't think you will if you don't, if you, at the very least, don't forget to keep them watered. Okay. Just but like checking the mail or getting the newspaper or walking the dog. It's something you're going to do every day. Right. But they don't want to be too wet, do they? Well, the rose soil will tell you when to water it. You know, it's like, it'll be moist, it'll be moist, then it'll be dry. Okay, I have to water it every so many days. You okay. have to figure that out. All right, sounds great. All right, good luck with that. All right, thank you. You bet. Uh, here is uh, Carl in Central Houston. Good morning, Carl. Morning. Hey, Randy. Uh, ever since uh, the hurricane, I've had just flies out of control. I've gone through four of those yellow disposable bags. I don't know what to do to kind of nip this in the bud. Well, you got. I mean, it's. Usually when flies are around, it's because there's dead material. There's dead this and dead that out there, and fly breeding grounds are have got to be cleaned up. Rotten food, manure, garbage, um, you know, obviously dead animals, and a fly can mature from egg to adult in as few as 10 days. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, so uh, you're probably seeing a lot of different reasons why you have the flies. So you're going to have to, you know, sanitize the area. You're going to find a way to get out there and make sure that there's no rotten food, that there's no manure, that there's no animal waste, there's no garbage uh, because and then no dead animals, uh, birds especially, rats especially. Um, then you want to treat areas like with malathion. You want to like really spray and soak the areas you know that they had that the flies were coming from. I do like fly traps. I like uh, you know fly strips. That uh, does a great job. But if you're not doing the other stuff and controlling the area, then it's an effort and futility. The fly strips. Okay, and then you said with the St. Augustine grass, when it uh, was underwater, mine was like 12 hours. You said do a root activator? No, do that? a soil activation, soil Sorry. activator. Would it hurt to aerate it prior to doing no, that? No, we we actually talked about that in our most recent tip sheet on the compost top dressing, that aeration, compost top dressing, and the soil activators are the three main things you have to remember on a yard that was underwater. All righty. Thank you, sir, for help. You bet. 713-212-KTRH. That's our final news, weather, and traffic break of Garden Line. The next one will be done. Uh, so we're down to our last 30 minutes. Hope you can get in right now at 713-212-KTRH. So a lot of families who are uh, hit hard by Harvey Waters now find themselves in the home comfort market, too. That means a new AC system. Uh, so if you're looking for a new AC system, why not get the best in the market? That means the most energy efficient, that's American Standard. Most cost effective, American Standard. The one that's going to last the longest, American Standard. The one that's going to give you the least amount of problems or reported repairs, that's American Standard. Now let me translate that last part into you. Uh, National Product and Research Testing Magazines do these studies year in and year out. They take the top 10, 12, 14 brands out there, and then they have people report their problems. And they register them, they, they grade them, they do all this analyzing the data and the one that reports the least amount of reported repairs the one that uh, saves you more money on your energy bills gets listed as the top and that's always been and has been for years the american standard home comfort system so you go to the website americanstandardair.com know that they're put together right here in texas they're uh, assembled in tyler texas to be exact americanstandardair.com they're going to get a recommendation of two or three in your zip code area that you can get an American Standard Home Comfort System specialist working for you, especially if you now find yourself in the home comfort market. Thank you, Harvey. <laughs> Here is uh, Azur and Tomball. Azur, good morning. Good morning. What can we help you with? I um, I have an, an aerobic uh, septic system, and I, I really want some privacy plants and to be a little tropical. And I really am going back and forth between um, bamboo and oleanders, but I kind of have a black thumb and no sprinkler system. So do you have a is, pool in your backyard? We're going to. You do not want bamboo. Okay. The, the shredded stuff that comes off the bamboo and winds and stuff will clog filters, 
So it's one of the worst plants to plant around a, a landscape. Now, there's smaller clumping bamboos, not near as invasive like that, but all the regular bamboos is horrible. Uh, I like oleanders. I've got oleanders on my front fence line, uh, and I have a place in Tomball. So, now, do they require a lot of water? I have them, They do to get established. Once they're established, no. Oh. Uh, all okay. plants are like that. We've got to be able to provide them water for the first year or two years and, on a consistent basis, and then they can usually de- develop deep enough root system for, that well, you don't have to worry okay. about that. The oleanders would work for me around a pool because it does give you a tropical look. Okay. If I had to choose between those two. Okay. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. This I'm is the fine. Garden Line. I'm Randy Lemon. Next up is Dan in Missouri City. Morning, Dan. Morning. You have a question? Yes. Um, I'm new to Texas, and I haven't seen uh, this type of stuff before. What I have is I have, like, these long, red, vine-like growths that um, have what looks like blades of grass growing off of them. Excuse me. But these things are growing so long that as you walk across the grass, you trip over it. You kind of, like, get tangled up in your... Uh, you probably have Virginia buttonweed. I've never, that's the first time I've ever heard anybody talk about red vines, but they do have that red color to their stems, and they're an invasive weed that is taking over right now. That's why we did most recently on our weekly email tips, our free weekly email tips that we have people sign up for at ktrh.com, and we'll repost them on the Garden Line Facebook page. But if you'll take a moment and go to uh, ktrh.com, you click on the shows and the blogs, and you get Garden Line with Randy Lemon. Um, that's what you need to click on, and the most recent one. It's all about Virginia buttonweed, uh, doveweed, and basket grass control and how we do that. That's interesting. I've never heard anybody talk about the vining aspect, but somebody who's not from the Houston area uh, gets a different perspective on it, but it really is. It's kind of got a maroonish, reddish-type vine to it. And uh, what we've told people to do right now, Dan, is you got to pull up what you can when you can. Uh, there's a um, one of our longtime fans, Ben. We mentioned this a couple hours ago. It it gets you a lot of satisfaction. You can pull it out so easily; it'll give you a little bit of satisfaction. Ah, I got you. Uh, then that tip sheet will talk about using a couple of different herbicides. One's organic right now until we get a little bit cooler, or a whole lot cooler, really. And then we'll start in on our cool season herbicide usage. And um, I haven't been able to mention this yet today, but here's a good idea for you, Dan. This is a reason for you to get on the weekly email tips. Another good reason to get following us on Facebook. We will let you know when it's time to use the cool season herbicides. In the meantime, let's pull up what we can when we can. And we'll be treating in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Um, And uh, the other things that you had mentioned, uh, the nitrophosphate, is is that part of? That has nothing to do with the Virginia buttonweed control other than the pre-emergent herbicide helps block weed seeds from germinating. Uh, The unfortunate part there is no pre-emergent herbicide works all that great on Virginia buttonweed. That's why we have to do manual control of it, especially at this time of the year when we get ready to use the cool season herbicide. Okay, I got it. All right. Thank you very much. You got it. 713-212-KTRH is our number. Let's take our final break. we got uh, enough calls to carry us through one more break. Hopefully we'll get to all three of them. Two for sure. One for sure. Two for maybe. Three. I don't know. <laughs> it just depends on how long it takes to get back from this break. I will remind everybody, no appearance coming up this Saturday. 
But October 21st, we're going to be hanging out at Wild Birds Unlimited on Memorial at Kirkwood. That doesn't mean you have to wait till October 21st to get to Wild Birds Unlimited. I'm telling you, get there today. Any of the six locations, I'm pretty sure most of them are open on Sundays, but you can go to WBU.com to check the website, log in your zip code, and you're going to get kind of hooked up with the closest one. Could it be the Woodland store? Could it be the Cypress store? Could it be the Memorial store? Could it be the Bel Air store, the Pearland store, or the Katy store? There's six of them. They're all individually owned. All right, but you can find them all at the same website at WBU.com and do a little zip code finder search. They're going to help you still maintain your hummingbird populations for the next two weeks because then when we get more to about October 15th, then we're kind of done with the hummingbirds. Then we're going to move on to some other birds and other feeders, but we never stop talking about the quality food and the quality feeders at Wild Birds Unlimited. WBU.com, when I talk about that quality food, you go get that cheap food at a box store, a hardware store, whatever, and you put it in a bird feeder, how much of it gets flicked down to the ground by the birds because it's trash. It's just filler, and it's going to cause a ton of weeds to pop up. Not the stuff you get at Wild Birds Unlimited. WBU.com, Woodland, Cypress, Memorial, Bel Air, Pearland, and now Katy. And we're going to be doing our appearance October 21st at the Memorial Store. Okay, this one's for Gabby. Why doesn't he say for this one's for Randy? This is the way it should have been. This one's for Randy. Relax. All right, we got down to our final segment and see if we can get all these calls in. First thing up is Mike and New Caney. Mike, good morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Randy. My daughter's got a problem with millipedes. You know anything about those? Uh, yeah, they're the big fat ones that look like earthworms with tiny little legs. No, these are little bitty black. Then that's the centipede. These are little bitty black, about an inch long. Yeah, that's centipede. Okay. Um, millipedes are the big fat ones. Okay. But they're both actually controlled the same way, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> they okay. could be millipedes or centipedes. Uh, any of the bifenthrin products that we talk about, the liquid bifenthrin, you can spray that all around the doors and the thresholds and on, you know, back patios, up and down, any hard surface, and it'll keep them out of that area. Uh, you can spray them in the beds uh, in between plants, and that'll help kill them off, too. Um, try to get some dust, uh, boric dust, in the weep holes of the house if they're coming inside. Okay, yeah, uh, Cypermethrin works good. C Y P E R, cypermethrin. Um, any of the synthetic pyrethroids, that label, cypermethrin, resmethrin, uh, and then, of course, bifenthrin. Those are what we have look to control millipedes and centipedes in. With. You say boric? What? I, I like to puff boric acid. They make like uh, boric acid puffers that you can just but you can buy anywhere that sells insecticide. And you okay. go to every weep hole in the house and puff a little alley of boric acid in there. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. You bet. You have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go to Alvin and Rosenberg next, and then hopefully we'll have enough time for John and Kingwood. looks like we may, depending on how long we go with Alvin. Alvin, good morning. Good morning. I got a problem with my, in some parts of my yard, it's growing too thick. And it's so thick, it's so hard to mow it. The mower just drags the ground. Sinking you need to have an aeration done. Okay. How, how do you do that? You go. You can go to a Home Depot and rent a core aeration machine. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All or right. you can pay a company like Green Pro or you pay a company like Year Round to come out and do the core aeration for you. Okay, okay. Home Depot then. Uh, yeah. That's where I've always rented mine. Okay, great, great. Well, I will tell you one thing. Uh, your method of growing grass works. <laughs> well, yeah, but part of that method is to do a quarteration every yeah. once in a while, too. I've never done it. Never done That's it. why it's so thick, and that's yeah, why you yeah, need or, to do the quarteration. Uh, I'd yeah. follow that up with something like Humates. What's that? Humate, Humate is a granular product we put out like a fertilizer, but it'll help break down the thatch that is that <laughs> question. Oh, you know what? I accidentally just hung up on him because I was trying quickly to get – I thought I was putting him on hold. My apologies, Alvin. Uh, but, yeah. Do a humate right after the coloration. It'll help break down the thatch buildup that might have occurred as well. Here's John in Kingwood to the end of the day. John, good morning. Good morning. Sorry, Alvin got disconnected, but hey. Hey, time for the you got uh, probably it. 30 seconds more to boot. Okay, well, I'll make it quick. I am uh, replacing my backyard. Uh, the grass had big problems. I'm scraping off the sod, tilling it, and then resodding. Is there one product you would recommend a mix in, either retail in or put on top of the soil other than uh, leaf mold or something like that to give this lawn a good start? Good help. That humate I just mentioned. If, okay. if you're not willing to do the compost, then you need to do uh, humates. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put in a couple cubic yards of two-year leaf mold. You're um, going to till that? Yeah. Okay, till that into the top couple inches. That's all you need. Okay. Shouldn't need anything else then? Nope. Okay. Well, I'll give that a shot. You bet. Some people don't want to do the compost top dressing, don't want to do the compost blending, because that is that's going to be you know work. You're going to have to get out there with the tiller, and then you're going to have to press everything down, and you're going to have to push it all back down in kind of a firm, terra firma thing, so that you can lay the sod on top of that. Um, if you're willing to go to that extra step to do the compost and blend that into the top two, three inches of the soil so that you're Dealing with mostly soil, but, you know, maybe two-thirds soil, one-third compost. Half and half I can handle, too. But you need that soil for the grassroots to take off, but it's that compost that's going to kind of naturally break up and aerate and uh, give you that the friability in the soil that helps the root systems of a tree like that establish. It's been an interestingly uh, fast weekend. How did it just fly by? It seemed like just the other day I was talking about how we're coming up on garden line. We got eight hours, four on Saturday, four on Sunday, and then we're going to go do an appearance out at A&A Plants and Produce uh, from 11 to 1. Next thing I know, I'm going to bed, getting up, doing the Sunday radio show, and now it's over. Just that's how quickly it works in my life. But uh, we will do it again Saturday morning, 8 a.m. Oh, 8 a.m. I just changed my hours. Hey, Brian, uh, program director Brian and, uh, you know, Eddie. President of the market. I just changed my hours. We're going to do 8 to noon instead. <laughs> no, we're not. We'll do 6 to 10, both Saturdays and Sundays here on News Radio 740 KTRH. If you uh, got any of the messages today, get signed up for those free weekly email tips at KTRH.com. Real simple. You go to KTRH.com. Uh, there's a, it shows shows and blogs. You scroll down, it says Randy Lemon. You want to go to uh, Randy Lemon's tip sheets, I believe. And then right below that is all these black and green little links where you can sign. One of them is signing up for the free weekly email tips. And then the other one uh, I want you to sign up for, or get hooked up with, I should say, is on Facebook. So you go to Facebook, Garden Line, all one word, with Randy Lemon. You'll see a microphone in the upper left-hand part of the screen. You'll see a funny little saying that says, you know, a few plants short of a full flat. And we will post information there. I don't know, were you able to get that? Yes. Um, what did I ask you to post? 
the Burgrass tip sheet. So we got the Burgrass tip sheet and the top 10 rules of herbicide posted this morning, along with all the other deals and specials have been going on. Uh, several of our marketing folks have access to the Garden Line webpage. So wherever you see uh, something about a sale or a plant sale or an activity, it's usually uh, the marketing arms of Garden Line that are out there. If not, it'll say me or Joey posted it as well. And, uh, I, you know, we, we're adding things pretty much on a daily basis there and way to keep up when we're not on the air. Our next appearance is October 21st, Wild Birds Unlimited, Memorial in Kirkwood, right next door to Los Tios. Can we say margaritas after the show? <laughs> well, we'll definitely be out there from 11 to 1 o'clock on Saturday, October 21st. Then the 28th and 29th is the Woodlands Home and Garden Show. Put those on your calendars. We'll be there. Don't doubt for a second we won't have plenty of fun stuff to give away, free stuff to give away. Come register to win things. Uh, I don't know what the details are going to be yet, but you know we're going to be giving away some kind of bird seed over at Wild Birds Unlimited. Hope to see you all out there. In the meantime, we'll talk again early Saturday morning at 6 a.m. here on News Radio 740 KTRH. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.